One, two, three. Good job, guys. You nailed it. That you said it was um, gloomy. gloomy. I am in uh, Astoria, Queens. Yes, ah, Astoria. Yeah. What an underrated part of New York. I was I about to say, it. but not anymore. It's blowing up, isn't it? It is kind of blowing up. It's it's funny. Like it just seems like totally normal almost. Especially once the weather got nice, I was like, "Is there a pandemic?" Like everyone is like outside and yeah, going out to eat and whatever. It's a it's a cute neighborhood. I lived in Williamsburg for like eight years and I just moved here oh, like wow. last May because I have more friends here and I was like well if I can't go anywhere I'm gonna yeah. be where all my friends live um and I love it <laughs> totally I, it's, it's it's great yeah when I was there and looking to maybe stay more permanently mm-hmm. I I think I would have liked Astoria yeah and it's like affordable too exactly we love affordable. for now yeah for now, <laughs> for now. everything see. is affordable for now um I Sage, I was born in New York um, and then grew up mostly in Texas mm-hmm. and then was actually in New York for a lot of 2020. But I have moved to Austin, Texas. So that's where okay. I Okay. That's yes. right. Because I'm really then... <laughs> in the episodes and I knew that you were in New York at the time, but I didn't know like where you were now. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No one knows where I'm from, where I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they get confused because I, I talk about New York when I lived in Monica's childhood apartment. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, where so, was like, your... So, like, I experienced... It, it was in the Upper... It's in the Upper East. Okay. Um, and they've had it since, I mean... The so, 90s. So long. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And it's the nicest little um, apartment. It's so sweet. But so I got to experience Monica's childhood, but as an adult. So nice. I go places, and she's like, yep, I would go there every day when I was three. And I'm like, cool. Cool. Well, I'm 25, <laughs> and I still like it. <laughs> and you're like, I got um, brunch at the Barking Dog. I'm like, that's where I swallowed my first tooth. <laughs> <laughs> and like the Walk same doorman he's like how's monica oh my jerry <laughs> that's like extremely nora efron of you i love that like, right she would have, like the same <laughs> doorman be there totally it was pretty and he like cute. doesn't age it's like he's ageless it's just like jerry he's looked the same for like 40 years <gasps> maybe he's a vampire if Maybe. anybody was, honestly, probably Jerry and Monica's little cousins lived in the same building. One time she just came up, knocked on my door and I was like, what you, what you need? What you do? She just did so? like cartwheels in the hall <laughs> yeah, and then ran away. I was right. like, okay, thank you. <laughs> she would like I, come I up. I loved it. Impromptu <laughs> show. Come up and be like, and then like yeah. do a little dance and then like her way and be like, peace. I'm like, all right, Russo, like you do it. You do you. <laughs> Wait, quick story about Jerry. Um, classic, like little kid didn't know what this means. Um, so he had like a crop top haircut, kind of like Fresh Prince mm. or like and crew cut or whatever it's called. Not a, is that a crew cut? I when feel it's like, like it's called crew cut when it's like white, angry people. Yes. And that it's sure. called something else when it's anyone else. <laughs> sure. <laughs> But I, I thought he looked like he had like a pot on his head. So I was like, Mom, we should call Jerry Pothead because like it looks his hair looks like a pot. <laughs> Don't a pothead. And she was like, Let's think of something else. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so there was a short period when I was living there where I was running in the mornings, and every morning when I would leave, like 
early before work, you know how it goes. And Jerry would always be like, it's pretty early. How far are you? What time are you coming? It's raining. I'm like, I'm I fully it, aware that it's raining. Thanks, Jerry. I'll I got be it. back and I'll He's be sad. Yes. Yes. She was like, are you sure you want to go? And I was like, Jerry, you got to stop talking me out of my runs every morning. You need to motivate me. I know it's going to suck. Let me leave. (laughs) Say, did you grow up in New York or? No, I grew up in uh, Western Pennsylvania, like outside of Pittsburgh. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Which I will probably talk about because that's like, it's very, I mean, Texas is Texas, but like there were a lot of similarities. Yes. It's still a rural area. Like, yeah. Uh, yes yes but yeah and then my my parents were there until like three years ago and they finally retired and they went to south carolina which we don't really have any sort of connection Ooh, to except for sure. um my aunt lives in north carolina that a gr- that's a great retirement place yeah it's yeah. really beautiful cute. they love it the weather's so mild yeah they love it and i'm mm, like you're awesome. far enough inland that you know we don't have to worry about hurricanes or anything like great because yeah. <laughs> i think my mom was like let's move to florida and i was like don't you're like please don't do that please let's do not that. do that. it'll be underwater like yeah yeah <laughs> in in no time yeah. are yeah. you proud of um carly and i for not going in west philadelphia except that i'm glad we didn't because she said pittsburgh right <laughs> west yeah but, you same know. thing right <laughs> which i, I almost like made a pittsburgh joke from weeds oh yeah oh did you yeah. There's just a period of time where Shane, the little kid who's the voice of Finding Nemo, yes. um, is obsessed with Pittsburgh, mostly because his family trauma gets so bad that he just starts, like, dreaming about living anywhere else. It's kind of sad. He's like, Oh, that's sad. They're all like, why are you so obsessed with Pittsburgh? I'm like, he's miserable, you guys. <laughs> he just wants to go literally anywhere else. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, it's uh, fine. Well, I love it's a rural factory. area. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Big time. It's good to grow up in and good to leave. It's very good yes. to leave. Yeah. It was, it was about <laughs> that time. time. Pretty much everyone did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, well. Well, 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 Shall well, Shall we well. get into our business? Do it. Yes. Well, our first thing. snatch. There is a new podcast that was announced today that we need to talk about. Um, we do. So as y'all know, this. we love Gilmore Guys. We had Kevin T. Porter on all of that. Um, it's a great all of Gilmore that. Girls rewatch podcast. <laughs> Scott Patterson, Mr. Luke Danes, announced. Well, hold on. Let's. Okay. A little more context. Gilmore. We were not the only ones that liked Gilmore Guys. They were of course. nationally popular I know. and did like. No, I'm just saying for people, they were like very big. Yes. Everyone knew them. They did like giant tours and live shows rewatching Gilmore Girls. So I'm just, I'm surprised someone else is trying. Well, I mean, it makes sense because he was literally Luke, but I okay, know, but does it? It's more, okay. it, it doesn't, because like there's we'll multiple the office pods. Okay. Okay. Um, so Scott Patterson <laughs> from Gilmore Girls, he plays Luke, just announced a rewatch Gilmore Girls podcast. And that is not the problem. It is, first of all, the name of it is I'm all in, which no, is no, what, no, 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 no. It's no, I am all in. I they didn't even use a in. contraction. It's I uh, am all in. That is not a podcast name. That is horrible. His, I Could he have called it Luke Steiner. Like was very boomery. Yes. To me. The graphic was like horrendous pixelated and designed in word by his daughter, possibly by April, yeah. April design. It was April, April designed. <laughs> oh my God. April's behind all of this. Yes. That's why it's horrible. It, 
I'm just not. I'm. I'm. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't know. That's all Wait, I have to say. Did you about listen it. to the soundbite? Because maybe I'll play it. Real quick. I, yeah, play because it. Well, it's... no, let me pull it up because I can play it through my phone. Okay. Because the soundbite is what was the most cringy to me. <laughs> this is what I woke up to this morning a DM from Carly. Oh my God. I'm all in with Whoa. Scott Patterson. Look at that picture of him, like perfectly centered. He's just like, Okay, here's and the he's post. So chipper, it's very strange. Patterson, you know me as Luke on the show Gilmore Girls, and I have a podcast called I Am All In. So, you know, here's the thing about the podcast is I've never, ever, ever seen, only seen one movie, and I've only seen the pilot. In general. So 153 <laughs> episodes of no, the movies. He's talking about Year in the Life, seen. I realized. I and know. You guys have been binge watching it through COVID and, you know, for 21 years and the generations of families and mothers and daughters. And let's watch it together, guys. You know, we'll share stories. We'll we share the memories. Uh, I've got a million stories to tell, especially about Sean Gunn and Milo Ventimiglia. And a lot of but other no people, else. too. Okay. And but guess what? Fully. You can pull out your cell phones and use them during the podcast, I guess. How am I going to know? That's you come into the part. diner and do oh, that, that's God. a different story. Listen to I Am All In on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is... No, and it didn't get cut off. It didn't even fit. <laughs> oh, it's just Yikes. horrible. You can it's embarrassing. on your phone while you listen. First of all, don't tell me what to do. Right. Second of all, I can be on my phone any damn time I please, <laughs> right. Scott. I am all in. That is the podcast name. I just can't get over it. That logo is very like late 80s Nickelodeon. Yes. Also, it really. It's like Brady yes. Bunch. Yes. Yes. It's, and it's Brady Bunch, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Mm. Clip art. It's awful. They had a baseball baby and it's Scott Patterson's <laughs> podcast. Yes. <laughs> So we just had to we just had to dissect that for a second. Yeah, um, if y'all needed to get that off our chest, <laughs> listen to it and like it. Let us know. I mean, I will probably check out some of it. I'm just interested, but I'm just horrified by the announcement. And it's just awkward that it's that it's only him. Like, yeah. Even if so Rachel Bilson starting the OC podcast, even if it was just her, I'd be like, all right. It, her voice could grade if it's longer than like an hour of just her, but she's energetic. It'll be fine. But yeah. like just Scott Patterson it's is weird. such a weird vibe. I don't. It's like a grown man going to the movies by himself. Like it's just weird. I just don't <laughs> like it. Just don't do it. Just we don't, don't like it. Do it. I remember when my dad would be like, I'm going to that movie. I'm like, just text a friend. It's just weird that you're there. I'm like, I can go alone to a movie, but you can't. You can't. I don't know why. <laughs> they always sit right next to you, too. Those guys right, who right. Yeah. by themselves. It's like, right. Yeah. The yeah. same <sighs> rules that apply to the urinal usage also apply to movie seats. Mm-hmm. Like, don't yes. sit right next to me. Right. Um, speaking of weird podcast beginnings, I realize we haven't debriefed. I mean, not that we really need to debrief, but do you think it's weird that Brian Baumgartner or whatever started his own office podcast? Not at all. It's so good. And it's way better than Office Ladies. I know. Well, or I mean, I like, don't like Office Ladies. I haven't listened to it, but it's bad. is it like passive aggressive that he did that though? I'm, no, I'm glad he totally... did because Office Ladies is bad. But Right. No, it's totally different. Um, sorry, okay. There's like a giant bug in here and it's Okay. Oh. And it's bugging me. It's bugging mm-hmm. you. Um, Do you need to go smush it? No, I think it's fine. I can't really <laughs> get to it. Um, no, because Office Ladies is a rewatch. His is, he does the oral history of The Office and it's like theme based basically. And now he started another podcast where it's the full interviews where originally he took sound bites from. 
So it's like oh, interviews with okay. the cast. It's so good. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. cool. And I didn't mean to trash Office Ladies. My sister has told me repeatedly that it got a lot better and that it's good and she enjoys it. Speaking of rewatch podcasts, um, Carly and I are deep into the OC and we might do yes. just like an OC episode just to like what? talk about it. Monica and I are watching for the first time. It's your first yeah. time? It's our oh, first yeah. time. I Somehow slipped OCs. through our we love it. Yeah. yeah, It's a blast. It's great. I'm watching it fairly aggressively. Yeah. She is. She's beating me. Where are you? <laughs> I just finished season two. Okay. So. And I'm at the beginning of season two. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Be, uh, yeah. I'm sure people have told you this, but have a little, give, give season three a little bit of leeway. Um, okay. But they, I have heard three and four. I like season four. And I feel like that is okay. kind of a, you know, it, it's a divisive season, but I think they bounced back really well. Um, mm. in like a, almost a, not a reboot cause it's the same concept, but like, it, yeah, it's interesting. It, it definitely like, they t- fixed t- it t- in an interesting way. Yeah. Okay. I think they got yeah. like, it, it got really dark and they were like, this isn't how we want to end it, you know? And then <laughs> I it, can and then feel they, it getting darker and I'm yeah. kind of like, please don't do this. Please yeah. don't do this. They sort of bounce yeah. it back to being like a little bit more fun and light and bring in some new characters. Okay, good. And, because yeah. that's what I'm using it for right now. Um, to, you know, sort of aggressively avoid my trauma that yes. we spoke <laughs> of in our last episode. Right. And it's so. working really well. And I'd prefer for it to not get intense because that was was my issue with Dawson's I was also oh watching it for the same reasons and then like that girl died on the dock in the mm-hmm. freezing water mm-hmm. and like uh, mm, uh, they went through her diary at the funeral and she it was horrible yeah. I was like this is making me feel so bad <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna get into Dawson's I don't think it's for me yeah, I think Dawson's I don't think it's like, for you either. Takes itself too seriously, and the OC does not. Which yeah, yes, I that's what I like about it. It's like, like clearly makes fun of itself. Which yeah, it's is great. great. It's like reflexive in a, in a funny way, and it's mm. like yes. I mean, some obviously it's you know soapy and gets crazy, but there are moments of really good writing in it that I'm yeah, kind of there like, really hmm. are. I'm like always like a little shocked, but I did want to say I'm one of the tropes from the early 2000s. I'm so glad we've left in the past. And this happens on One Tree Hill. This happens on all those is like the like hot tricky minx character, <laughs> the like the hottie that yeah. comes. And I'm, I'm talking about I'm like, assuming you've, yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. Kirsten's What's her younger name? sister that dates oh, Jim Cooper. He- oh no, you'll love her. No, no, I do love her now. Oh, but okay. like at the beginning, she's like, she walks around with her shirt off. Just yeah. like, there's always like the hot girl that's just like crazy. And everyone's like so it. threatened by her. Yes. It's so yeah. stupid. The only, the only year that I went to ATX was a year that they had like a Dawson's, uh, writers like reunion panel. Thing. And then they did like, they also did a, um, pilot script reading table read, which was really fun. Oh, that was fun. Um, but at the but at the writers panel, I think they actually apologized. Like they were like for we, Eve for Eve. They apologized for Eve. They were like we. It was Thank a bad God. idea. They apologized for a couple other things too, <laughs> which I won't. Mention they did. They had yeah. some to apologize. There was for, a lot but, to apologize for. Yeah, Eve was bad, and she was the classic like overly sexualized like I'm the saucy minx I'm like is like, this girl is in this high person? school every yeah. word out of her mouth is like oh I have an algebra test <laughs> later and I'm like that is not how any woman feels or behaves ever use your diaphragm <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> yeah got it uh, he was a mess did you get the bug Ew, uh, oh Monica. that's so gross 
That is a big bug. Good for you, though. Fat fly has been killed. Um, Good. The other piece of housekeeping is we had a great idea from last time that I want to carry on how we want to make Texas things like bingo. So oh, yeah. like we try to catch. So I, I kind of just I mean, I did the same thing I normally do, but we're just going to see if we like got everything. And that's going to be our bunko, which bunko. also is a fact check, because in the previous episode, Tammy goes to bunko and we laughed a lot about how Coach Taylor goes bunko. bunko. So we looked up what exactly it is. And it is a parlor game generally played with 12 or more players divided into groups of four trying to score points while taking turns, rolling three dice in a series of six rounds. A bunko is achieved when a person rolls three of a kind and all three numbers match the round number. That sounds incredibly boring. Just rip off Yahtzee. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so that's what Except bunko It's cooler because you get five die. <laughs> so we're just going to call bingo bunko because we just want to. Yeah. Bingo, bango, bongo. So, What's that? Bingo, bango, bongo. Bingo, bango, bongo. stupid that Michael Scott says, I think. <laughs> bingo, bango, bongo. Bingo, bango, bongo. Uh, which, yeah, can't our final fact please. check, speaking of, we thought maybe this was the office or parks or something. We said, um, wh- which one of these floats your penis? And it's parks. It's John Ralph. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course what? it was john ralphio you were right i thought i had a hunch it was parks but i was like yeah. does it i don't think it was um what's his face andy. i thought it was andy yeah and then i was yeah. like oh no it's john ralphio and it's when he's picking between all the different black ties and yes. jerry's like they're all it's black like, onyx. And they're like ah! <laughs> which one floats your penis <laughs> yeah which one? onyx midnight black panther <laughs> and then tom has like a blue tie he's like is this black to you jerry <laughs> <laughs> so good oh man uh so we will probably be using that phrase from now on yeah get ready big part of my vocab now yes 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 um but without further ado let us intro our new buddy (laughs) sage young is an entertainment and lifestyle writer editor with bylines at bustle entertainment weekly my favorite Refinery29, Nerdist, InStyle, NBC News, and more. She's also the co-founder of the pop culture blog Head Over Feels and a frequent moderator at fan conventions. Ooh, perfect timing on that one. Always a good sign. Right? Yeah. Um, I am obsessed with Entertainment Weekly and was really excited to see that you have a byline with them. I was so excited. That was, like, kind of early on because I – I sort of changed careers. I, I had worked at um, nonprofits for a really long time. And then I was like, oh, this, cool. is, this is fun, but not really my thing. You don't get paid. You do not yeah. get paid. You also don't get paid in entertainment. Yeah, that's what I do. True. <laughs> but You're like, like, let me move to a fun. more profitable field. Print journalism. <laughs> yeah. So I, so it was like when I was freelancing and I ended up getting to do like a couple of, um, like recapping a couple of shows for Entertainment Weekly. And like when I was like, 12 that was what I asked my parents for for my birthday was like an entertainment subscription because I was just like super excited even though like you know I wasn't like a staff writer but I was like a regular no, writer because I was recapping things so yeah it was awesome they're the most I trust in reviews mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. for movies yeah Ooh, yeah did. Yes, yes, yes. I always read the New York Times for reviews and they hate everything they do <laughs> yeah and That's you know why. so <laughs> although chicken or egg who knows? <laughs> then you can be pleasantly surprised when you like something. 
Exactly. I'm a, I'm a big proponent of low expectations. Yeah. <laughs> I love them for myself and for others. <laughs> well, well, well. Well, Carly, I think it's your time to read our synopsis. And it's my turn. It's your turn. And this is episode... The convent, the convention. That's I have the opposite. That's of the convention, <laughs> the convention, uh, season three, episode two, I believe. It's great up. It's a great up. Uh, but this is season two, episode nine. This is Friday Night Lights, and this is the confession. Excellent. Yes, Landry yes, yes. gives into his better judgment and confesses about what he did while trying to save Tyra. Santiago feels the pressure about the upcoming football game, while pressure mounts between Julie and her mother surrounding the christening of the new baby in the family. <laughs> Tim feels the pressure of his new roommate while Jason does his best in getting back into the dating world. It seems like movie dude likes to pick a word theme each time he writes these and then uses yes. that word. What was the word last time? Oh my gosh. Um, alienate, I think. Oh yeah. It's wow. like, Eighteen times. times. He's yes. like Tim alienates his brother. Eric alienates his wife. Julie alien. And I was like, I love it. I love this. I love it. A plus. The football alienated the field. I mean, it just <laughs> if we could apply it to anything, we could. Aliens invaded Dylan. <laughs> Loved that. That's not an easy so, one to fit part. into every sentence. That's kind of impressive. Right? Oh, but he made it work. He, he made, made it work. happen. Wow. He made it. This yeah. one's better. This the one. This yeah. one's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot of pressure for him. Yes. So this episode came out December 7th, 2007. So we're almost in 08, y'all. Wow. Yeah. Fun, Where were fun we times. in 08? Eighth grade? Eighth grade. Eighth oh grade God. and ninth grade. Yeah. Oh, eighth grade was kind of... <laughs> I'd give eighth it a C-. Eighth grade, I would give an F. <laughs> <laughs> I was unhappy. <laughs> Literally one of the lowest points of my life. Oh, but no. then ninth grade was really fun. So that's part of 08. The only good part about eighth grade that I remember is that I started parting my hair a different way, probably the same way I part it, you know, now, like the middle part you see currently. Right, right. <laughs> no, but um, I just remember changing that and someone was like, I really like your hair parted that way. And I was oh. like, wow, tip top of the year right there. <laughs> and that was the highlight. Pretty much. I, was I thought you were going to say. Unrequited love. Same. I, I thought you were invisible. saying um, I was partying. <laughs> Oh, it was cool because I started partying. Yeah, I was hitting the bottle pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those Halloween no. parties and like drink a lot of soda. But I was hitting the Taking Back Sunday pretty hard. Ooh, yes. Well, I was going to say that's the year Viva La Vida came out. Great year. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah. Viva La Vida. I know, right? Uh, it's, it still holds up. I listened to the whole thing the other day. Beautiful. Yeah. You know how old it is? Is that I my specific memories of it coming out are me running behind my parents' house with my uh, video iPod in hand. Yes. And it was um, on that commercial, the video iPod commercial. Ooh, yeah. So you were was. really on brand. Um, before we get into Texas things, Sage, tell us your relationship with the show. Is this the first time you're watching? Is this the 18th time? Tell us. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is... Uh, shockingly, it's like only my second time all the way through. I watched it mostly live um, and have gone back to it piecemeal since then but uh i was not in eighth grade in 2008 i was i had just moved <laughs> i had just moved to new york city after college when the first season came out and uh my best friend from home fell in love with it and had been watching it and it was 
obviously not as easy as it is now to catch up on things that had already aired. So she uh, burned the video files of the entire first season onto CDs for Windows Media Mm Player. And sent them to me (laughs) in the mail. And so yes. I love that. Yes. Beautiful. And so I watched so I watched the whole first season and then I was Wow, um, she invented Netflix? She really did. <gasps> and that is how <laughs> Thank you, Becky. We should call it we should call it Beckflix because oh, yes. Netflix. Wow. Love it. <laughs> and so so yeah, so I was so I was watching live by season two. Um I we and she and I were best friends from high school, so we like I was saying before, like I'm from Western Pennsylvania, like a very sort of rural town, like right on the edge of um, Ohio. And even though it's not Texas and we, you know, Texas things don't entirely apply to us. <laughs> there's a lot that is really similar and totally. it's really hard about that culture and about um, totally. just the way football players were treated, the way the town revolved around it. Um, a lot of the issues that people face in the show. So we were like, oh, this is. This, this hits right. This hits right where totally. we live. Probably um, lots of farming equipment to drive past. Lots of and farming trains. Lots of friends who like lived on farms and lots yep. of drinking outside. Lots oh, of yeah, like yes. bonfires, you know, that whole deal. Oh, fires mm-hmm. were a big part of, yeah. Yeah. There we was like, nobody Fridays. went to anybody's house. It was just like, we're going to go to the woods and drink. You were like, what if this is like a recipe for a <laughs> for serial murder. killer? Yeah, That exactly. is yeah. so Bible Belt, even though I know that's, you know, the rest belt, but it's <laughs> similar. It, all the things belts apply. are pretty yeah. similar. People are like, why? You you know, you didn't have like a house. You just go drink it. I was like, no one's, we weren't allowed to drink at <laughs> anyone's house. We had to go right. into the woods and build fires and have fire Fridays. Yeah. And everyone <laughs> said they we were did. going to somebody else's house. So then like yep. no one knew where anyone was and you were just in the woods. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Straight. <dude. laughs> have you ever seen the meme that's like, remember when our parents used to think we were at Monica's house when we were really dying in a field of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's like so date. Like I want to know where my freaking kids are. I don't care if they're drinking. I don't want them to be yeah. doing what I did. No, you know, like no one knows where you are. You're in the no room. Knows where you are. And no one is there to take care of you. Um, no. But anyway. <laughs> so now, so now I'm rewatching and uh, with a group of friends who like last summer we started out watching. Um, Rewatching for some people, watching for the first time, we're like, let's do Lost. Let's go through Lost. Like, oh, yeah, I did that in the pandemic, mm. and it was my first time. I did Lost it. pandemic. <gasps> so great. What was your favorite like moment? Oh, it's so hard. I ended up being like, ended up being a total Sawyer girl. So it's hard not to say oh, the yeah. um, the Sawyer the and Jack machine. is very like yeah is very um, Riggins and. Jason a little bit or like yeah. I, that's I hate Jack that's true. just I hate I hate there. Jack mostly so annoying and I yeah. started to like I came around on him in season Save your six complex yeah I was oh, like shut had up Jack not everyone knows for him I mean he's super hot but he just was so annoying he didn't let anyone do anything and he Never. just bossed everybody around yeah yeah that's a familiar thing to me it didn't get under my skin <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I was fine with that uh, but yeah, so we did no, lost we all into it um, and then we went into the leftovers because I had seen the leftovers already, and I was like, guys, oh, we, got so it. we got it because so many of the themes are the same. It's like it's like taking what they started and lost and doing it in a sort of like more definitely the a leftover, more like, like sci-fi way. way, and like, and it's it's Peter Berg, it's Peter Berg, and it's a little more. Is developed. it really? Yes. Yep. Why do I? What is the what? Why do I think it's the people after the rapture? 
That's what, what I'm thinking of. It is. Oh, it is. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. It totally is. Um, it's such a horrible name, The Leftovers. It's so... But I feel it's like incredible. I I've only that. seen the first two seasons. Oh, okay. The season... Yeah. Season two is, like, somewhat oh, inspired I by Friday Night Lights, which is part oh, totally. of the reason why we ended up on that. because So we finished The Leftovers, and we are like, what are we going to do next? Um, everybody had just watched Watchmen, so we were like, we're not going to continue our, like, Damon Lindelof thing. Oh, we literally Gina just King. watched it. Um, and, uh, so, and so my friend suggested Friday Night Lights and she was like, it's right around that time. Like, it's been a while since we've all done it. It has the right vibe because somebody suggested Six Feet Under and we were like, no, it's too depressing. Like, let's do something that has, you know, the highs and the lows and will make us feel good and also make us think about things and cry and there's lots of hot people in it. You want to hit all the boxes, not just have like a dark comedy Totally. So we're so we so we're rewatching that now with like a group of people on Twitter. So if you follow the the hashtag, which like everybody uses, so some other stuff drops in there too. But it's just clear eyes, full hearts <laughs> is the hashtag. And we're yes. in the middle of season Love one. It. We're in the middle of season one right now. So like skipping Love forward it. to season to this episode, I was like, whoo, this is Ooh. jarring. <laughs> yeah. Right, I'm sure. Like, like ooh, so much happens. Feeling yes. a little disoriented. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you said the leftovers, I was like, I watched something about the rapture growing up all the time. What was it? I just realized what it was, and it was totally one of the these weird like Christian like movies, movies that left behind that I grew right? up on. Yeah. That like other Christian homeschool people randomly often know about. But did you all ever watch? Oh shoot, what was it called? It just fell in my brain. Yes, left behind <laughs> the yeah. like Kirk Cameron ones. Is he in those? Yep. Right. I think so. Yeah. It was. I think I watched um, those. I never watched them. Yeah instilled a deep deep fear of mine that the rapture would happen and that my parents like clothes would just be left behind on the stairs and I would just be alone in this world because I committed evils (laughs) still hasn't happened like that you had committed more evils in your like eight years than your parents had in there (laughs) okay my parents are perfect I mean they were never getting grounded or getting spankings I was like on the daily and I was like I am in deep (laughs) doo-doo yeah guys who spanks the parents you know who's spanking the parents who's putting them in time they deserve it all the time (laughs) all right well especially looking back let's do some (laughs) Texas things yes Let's see what I got here for Texas yeah. things. I didn't have um, a bunch, but oh, I had one, um, another just like weird saying that I don't know if it's Texas, but just people in the South saying weird shit. This one I had not really heard before. So maybe Matt made it up, but he goes, let's just put the fish on the table as in like, let's just like air it out. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's just talk the whole hog or something. That's right. You know. Yeah. Another phrase that I would have used, but that feels Texas. Yeah. But yeah, I liked I the, get let's just too. put the fish on the table. Fish on the table. What is that? <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, it's just the, it's really niche. I know. And I know what it is. Feet oh on the God. table. Uh, it's Harry Potter something. It's yeah. It's Fred and it's George Goblet of Fire. Yes. Yeah. yes. Oh Feet yeah. Off the Feet table. off the table. <laughs> fish on the table fish on the table yeah i love when we get go to a reference that's not even from the words it's just like the tone of it <laughs> right like what is that from people are like what I is that from what <laughs> no like we literally sage there was like a field trip that we had and we would go on these like wilderness trips and we were quizzing each other on which harry potter movie what was from and carly literally said like harry and i was like the fourth one <laughs> <laughs> just the way you say it or whatever 
That's amazing. Well, well, okay, wait, what else do I have? I don't feel like we've seen Tyra's truck. Because the last That's time true. I, you know, the last time she was driving or that I can think of was in the first season when she breaks up with Tim and she definitely gets in like a small car. So that was very. Oh, really? Yeah. But it might be oh, her yeah. moms because we've seen them together in the truck a bunch of times. Like when they got the flat and like rolled off the highway. Oh, right, She's right, like, right. I don't want to know how to change I a tire. <laughs> yeah, we just watched that one in our group watch and I'm trying to remember. I, love I that think one. it's I think it's the same truck. I think it's her mom's truck. And you know what? Love Frankly, in, in most areas of my life, I'm like, go women. Let's go. Let's do this. Hate the men. Don't need to be a part of it at all. Except for the car stuff. Yeah. I know. They can Y'all can step in for that. I don't give a fuck. I don't. The car stuff and care. the overhead bin in the, on the plane. Oh, help. oh yeah. I'm I like, might, someone I might need help. help me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, I just, like shaking. it out of your hands, though. Like, I don't like it when people take it out of my hands without <laughs> That's asking weird. me. I'm like, can you not? You're like, like okay, no, still just my a guide. Guide it in with oh, me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I also had, oh, just Landry mowing the lawn. Sure. That brought back yeah. some some pretty vivid. Just now like, we know people on low the mon low low the mon <laughs> mow the lawn all across America, but just the heat. Speaking Texas thing of sure. the early two thousands and mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember this great song that we all loved? Mow the lawn, mow the lawn like, like I know, know you do. Do do do. One of our one of actually that one was of our like funny parody Mallory's cute. No, one of Mallory's lawn, friends mow. literally. No, no, I think this was Bailey. I think it was Bailey came to Mallory and was like, oh my God, I just heard this great new song. And it's just like when you're like down and out and you just like don't have any hope, you just mow the lawn. Mow the lawn. She, she literally like thought it was to mow the, the lawn. To the Al, what's it, what's his name? No, no. She literally thought move along was mow the lawn. Oh, and was, and that's how the regular it. version of that. Yes. Oh. yes. <laughs> I mean, both versions are very moving. Yes, of course. Um, I also put uh, just the ferret guy's whole everything. Ugh. He is so creepy in this episode. Prime piece of of white trash right there. Yeah, like pedophile coming to the cheer tryouts. Creepy. Yeah, he's got to be like thirty five. Yes, at least. Yeah, and like listing out the names of all his buddies when Tim comes down, and he's just like, and it's just like you don't want to know who any of those people are, like just based on their names. Yes. No. It's like Petey. No. It's like Tim get out of there. Like. Yeah, <laughs> this is my bud shotgun, shotgun. raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David the table just like covered in bottles, uh, like, just like a bunch of creepy losers. Like, like get the fuck out of there. And Tim yeah. is like, I mean, I have lived in filth, but this is another this is, level. I know. I did make threshold. a note. I was like, wow, even Tim bails. <laughs> I feel like that was like really only just a shade too trashy for for Tim. Right. The Riggins house is, you know, just. Covered in Cheeto dust from, from the ferret house. Yeah. <laughs> Just no ferrets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which would make it distinctly cleaner. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oof. Ugh. I can't imagine how that smells. Stinky rodents. So, question. This is a Texas thing. I feel like every show, they always call it christening. I've only mm. called it baptism. Oh, I yeah. forgot to note that. Are they the same thing? I think it's got to be the denomination. I, I guess like I grew up Catholic and we called it baptism most of the time. But like, yeah, if somebody called it a christening, you'd be like, yeah, like, I mean, it's the same thing. I think we just we used baptism more because mm. that's how it's referred to when they list like the sacraments. 
Right. But no, right. But like no Catholic person is going to be like, it's a baptism, not a christening. Like, you know, it's the. <laughs> it's a baptism. I mean, I've been every denom under the, the sun and it's always been baptism. So interesting. I know. Maybe that is. So, I, don't know. I just feel like I only see christening in, a, in TV. It sounds so formal. I know. I, I don't like well, it. Well, it probably is, you know, I don't know, some Jewish person writing it. <laughs> like if <laughs> we only know. hear it in TV, maybe it's not what they call it in yeah. many churches true and that that's just people already don't i mean i'm not gonna say that christians are like giving themselves the best rap as of late but i'm just saying that hollywood doesn't always write them as super accurately mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. but i'm not okay. defending the whole group of them just saying i'm not defending anybody i hate everybody. <laughs> definitely some uh yeah yeah sticking with my hating everyone and everything yes <laughs> um the last one i had was just when it pans the photos on the wall when you think landry's about to get cuffed um that was pretty texas all of those like home sweet home like photo collage things on the wall and the school pictures and stuff i love like, that, that like little wooden paneling in those old like 70s little Style ranch homes. houses yep. that everyone lives in in Texas. Yeah. Loved that. I love that moment. That, that was, was cute. There was, there was some really good, and we'll get into it more, but um, documentary stylistic things in this episode that really worked. I thought that was one of them. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I did not make note of that in my film section. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm, not much here. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'll point them out. We'll guest we'll guest Monica into the film section today. Yes. And then my final thing was, I don't know if this is Texas, but when Buddy was like, it's my own creation, steak and ramen scene. Okay. <laughs> I also noted that for but for different reasons that we'll get into lady. Lady. What, what is La- what, later? Lady. <laughs> Am I having a stroke? <laughs> what what is he trying to say? Ramen. I literally turned on the captions because I was like, is he saying it was Ramen Sini, C-I-N-I. It's Ramen, yeah, Ramen Sini. I also watched with the captions um, because it's like Aaron Sini is an Italian thing that's fried. It's like fried uh, risotto balls. Oh, okay. And so like that Sini little, yeah, I know they're super fucking good. <laughs> I know about them because this place, Pizzeria, I eat them like a monster from there. Here. Very familiar I'm with sure. the Aaron Sini. But yeah, so I feel like he's just like, oh, making it Italian or something. Like there's po- probably pasta involved. And fried. Friedness. Most likely fried. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so I this is really an Italian thing. About his... Well, it's a buddy thing. It's a buddy thing. We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, those were mine. Um, Sage, what were you? What reminds you the most of like growing up in your rural area? Yeah, did you know anything? I feel like m- more so than stuff that reminded me of growing up in my area. There was stuff that just like super dated the show, like right in that moment yes. where I was like, "Oh my god!" And like, may he rest in peace. The reference to Screech's sex tape, I was just like, "What a time!" <laughs> With the Dustin Diamond Ooh. sex tape, that would have really been the era where people, and it was so in character that like Herc would be like look at this look at this and he's like no 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 like that can you tell me what that, that is what they were looking at <laughs> yeah because Dustin Diamond from Save of the Bell like ha- put out like a sex tape oh I didn't know that oh yes that was yeah, a real either. thing and um, I was probably too young to like know what those headlines were as I stood in the grocery line with my mom looking at yeah it, it was like because it was after the you know Paris Hilton and everything and people were yeah. like this is the way to make money and the uh, sex scandal or the sex tape uh 
like wave. He did like those like celebrity like fights too. It was all like very sad because oh like gosh. he couldn't oh, get any other work. Um, but that was around the time that that had come out and was like a big deal and probably would have been a big deal to that age of a kid who like grew up watching Saved by the Bell. So yeah, that was sort of right. that was very timely. And the other funny oh. thing, when they were looking at the dating website, too, when they were like, it's got a link to her MySpace page. Yes. I, when I used to watch Loved the show, that. when it was first on, and I was on MySpace, obviously, because that was the time. Obviously, I was so we obsessed with the show. Yep. I followed everyone on MySpace. And do you remember that there was a MySpace page for, like, casting extras for Friday Night Lights? No. And I no. followed it, of course, even though I was, like, living in New York and could never do it. <laughs> but I followed like, I'm this. I'm a part of this myspace page because i wanted to see what people were doing and it was it was cute because like people would like post their pictures with people or like post their like you know costumes that they got to wear and stuff which was cool but i was like ah i really (sighs) i relate in my head like friday night lights with myspace in a weird way so it was like i could see that inception yeah that's so fun. Yeah, I did. I did love that reference. Took me back. Yes. Yeah. I don't even just the <sighs> site when you because you could see it when they were on there. Yeah. It's like, oh, it, it's called um, Wheel Lovers. Wheel Lovers. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> oh, the other thing that reminded me. Actually, Same dating uh, site that I use. Yeah. My town my... was like the guys like leaving the locker room at the end of the game in their like matching polos, yes. which we've seen before. But like I was just like, that was Everybody put their little like gear on when they left the away games totally. to get on the bus and put on that little show. So totally, and like some of them would shower and some of them wouldn't. Yes, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Unfortunately, yep, 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 yes, yes, yes. yes. I remember it. those days. Although I never really had anyone that I was like waiting on to come out of the locker room. Yeah, except no. for my dad texting me, being like, <laughs> "We're by the car. <laughs> We're leaving." Are like Monica and I are like sweaty up on the kids football team uh, field. field. Did they have? Did did you guys have like fo- like dances after football games? Like we had them after every home game. Oh, whoa, no, no. yeah. And they were like just school like, dances after the game. That's... Yeah, but they were just like everybody just like wore their clothes from the game. It wasn't like a like oh, fancy that's fun. dance. But oh, yeah, that is after fun. the home games, like people would roll in, and so then you would wait, and then the, and then so the guys were not only rolling yeah. in in their like shirts. Oh, they I would have like, loved that. Late to the dance, and if they won, yeah. they would be like you know on top of the world. Impossible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we would do so something annoying. similar. Yeah. There was just no dancing, but we would just all go to the same giant Mexican restaurant mm. that was down the street, Rosa's. Yes. Uh, oh, so fun. Um, yeah. Right. So then like 200 of us would pile into that restaurant every Friday night. Yeah. Like, and we would go to for you. Yeah. Yes. They're like, here they come. Oh, yeah. Here they come. Yeah, oh, my God. I was the like in the kitchen. Like the, <laughs> every time I was up at the check, I was such a mooch. I, but my parents never gave, like, would never give. I had three siblings. There were four of us. Like, we weren't getting pocket money for Rosa's after the game (laughs) was off the table. So I was always, like, begging people for queso. And then they would – they are, like, also a tortilla factory. They're, like, known for making their tortillas there. So there's, like, a glass wall. You can watch Mm. them make them. Yes. So – but they give them out for free a lot. And I would always be like, can I have some tortillas? And I would just go get, like, a stack of tortillas and then just go from my friends' tables and, like, dip them in their queso. And that was it. That was a – that was a feast. Yeah. I'd get a little short stack of tortillas, queso. <laughs> yeah. That's all I needed. <laughs> all right. Well, do you want to uh, re- review the tape, Carl? Let's do it. So, um, yeah, don't have a ton for you <laughs> today, as usual, mm-hmm. but not, you know, how mm-hmm. it goes. 
But um, yeah, I really just have a couple notes that are mildly related to the episode. I don't have but a very robust was... musician's corner either. So. Yeah. <laughs> this episode was a little fillery. Yeah. Um, but this episode was directed by Allison Liddy Brown, who we've seen before, or I Liddy. mean, we've had her before um, a couple episodes in season one. She's great. She's the one who has done a number of episodes from Grey's and Shameless and um, Parenthood. So mm-hmm. yeah, she's a little bit of a veteran. Um and let's see, what else do I have? Oh, I did have a fave frame. I loved at 4105 at the christening, um, the shot that was like a mid shot of Julie smiling at Gracie, possibly for the first time in her life. I was about to say, <laughs> one the wonders. one redeeming second of her surprise. She wasn't strangling Aye, the baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, ah. She's like, hate this thing. What if, okay, what if the biggest twist in the world? She just like drowns the baby. She's like, I she's like, hey, baby. <laughs> that would be a, that would be on brand for season two. Yeah, right. It's Honestly, a show about yeah. murder now, so right, totally. I think you would be nice. Although this, you know, Julie, that's not self defense if you just drown your right. sister. Right, you're not going to get off for that. <laughs> you, you're going to the clink. Oh, um, I also noted just two things that bothered me in general. Sure, one of them. I don't know if this bothers anyone else, and I really doubt that it does, but it just really bugs me that Julie has brown eyes because it's genetically impossible. <laughs> oh, I thought you just were like in general. Eyes. In general, what? I just really don't like people with brown eyes. I think they're shifty. Okay, bye. And I think they're aggressive and um, in general just probably shouldn't exist. Okay, so. but it's because she would it would be genetically impossible. It's genetically impossible. Both of her parents have green eyes which is a recessive trait True. which means that at least one of them would have to contain the brown eye gene which is dominant where if you have it it will express yes so one of them would have brown eyes you can have both brown eyed parents and have blue eyed kids which right. is funny uh one of my exes one of the two <laughs> um his both of his parents have dark brown eyes both boys like piercing blue eyes mm. like john travolta blue i know my and dad I, has blue yeah, eyes and i'm studious. hoping that i carry the recessive gene and that i marry someone that has that so i can have brown hair blue eyed children because exactly they're just the, kind of superior i'm just impressed that you both like remember how this all works because i I'm, i was just about to just... say good job monica great grasp on that oh. since high school i've at least had refreshers in college being a science i will never Oof. forget the punnett square <laughs> I just Monica does punnet squares to fall asleep. I can like see it on the whiteboard still. <laughs> <laughs> so I close like, my get eyes. out of here. Don't need. Well, you know what? If you had retained that information, you could be grumpy about all the things that I'm grumpy about. True. You don't have to be grumpy that Julie's eyes are brown. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Um, but yeah, so just really big flaw. I'm going to keep writing letters to Peter Berg, letting him know. Sure. But unlikely that I can do anything to change it at this point. Yes. Another flaw was just that um, I think it's great that they're not pressing charges. However, um, in a case of potential homicide, that is a matter of the state and the state prosecutor, whether or not charges are pressed and charges were already filed, I believe, or maybe not, but they found a dead body. So like 
a case has been opened. opened. And yeah, it doesn't matter whether or not the family doesn't want to press charges. In fact, it often happens that they don't, but the prosecute the state still has to prosecute just so that they can be found innocent mm-hmm. um, or whatever, but they still have to go through their due justice. It's really unusual for the family to request that they don't prosecute and then for the state to not. When it comes to murder, when it comes to like assaults or like fights, bar fights, yeah. things like that, super different. But um, that is a federal crime. Right. But I, that's interesting. And that makes sense. I thought he was saying the state, like, it's not pressing charges. It's not the family. Yeah. And technically that could be what happened. Maybe that's what he meant. Um, and it can happen. It's just that it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> really. doesn't. Yeah. It's not very common. <laughs> so there's that. And that is what I have for my film corner for you guys. Hey, no, that's all you can really say. <laughs> TBH. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. But but Monica, did you have any notable moments? <laughs> you you noted the cinematography. Work I did. In this yeah, I was going to say them, you know, in the break time, but I can say them now. Um, I I mean, the moment Pop you were talking in. about the Landry part where they, you know, he's a he could be arrested and then they're showing the pictures on the wall that was very documentary to me. And then it showed his shoes, I think too. There were just like little Mm. intentional moments there. And then the other was probably my favorite moment of the episode, the Santiago moment of him going in for the first time and, and hearing like the pulsing in his head. And then just like the perspective of that. I thought that was really done well. Um, that was it. Yeah. I liked hearing, you could hear his breathing Mm -hmm. and you could see like in his eyes when he's like, okay, I'm going to take this mofo down. I thought that was yeah, because he's a quote unquote street fighter, according yeah. to Buddy. Yikes. Yikes. Problematic. Problematic. <laughs> I have issues with that. I have many issues. And why does Buddy think that this, that Santiago is like a war? He's like putting him in a pen to wrestle a hog. He's like, he's a street fighter. I'm like, Buddy, he just oh. was in juvie. He's a like, boy. he's not like a murderer. Right. That Landry, put Landry in. Right. Landry's a murderer. A <laughs> Yes. Yeah. No, 100%. All of that was a little tricky. Some assumptions being made. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but yes, my musician's corner is a little lacking today, but I'm going to make it up in Monsplain because I have some surprises. <laughs> I have some fun Ooh. things. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be fun for everybody. Uh, so one thing, this episode was weird. There was like apparently a Hillary Duff song during the cheer what? Uh, tryouts and then everything this? else was instrumental. So, so like very strange. Try- Do you mean the gymnastics meet? Oh, was it gymnastics? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that is what I mean. So there were there was a Hillary Duff song and then instrumentals, but not explosions in the sky. So that's where it's weird. So it was this band called dot, dot, dot. I think we've talked about them dot, dot, dot. And you will know us by the trail of the dead. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which we also like to dub, follow us to the edge of the desert yes. which is one of the potential band names which should, <laughs> should be nice. shortened to ftdodd um <laughs> <laughs> so they are a texas act they're from austin and they formed in 1994 and they're kind of similar to explosions but not all of their stuff is instrumental but it is very kind of that like long form a little jam bandy kind of garage rock but yeah and then there was a uh a song at the very end that was instrumental that was called arrangement arrangements of shapes in space by camera obscura and this band is a scottish indie pop band and i will not be putting it on the playlist but it was my favorite part so we're gonna listen that's the genre i think i'd like to explore more i know scottish Scottish indie indie pop. pop 
What a what a place to live. I'm imagining the Dairy Girls in a band. <laughs> Mom's a muggle. Dad's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's a muggle. Dad's a witch. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Dad's a muggle. Mom's Dad's a, a witch. <laughs> Mom's a witch. <laughs> Pleasant and pretty. Lovely. Yeah. So that is literally all I have, but I promise Mon's plane will make up for it. Um, it better. Yeah. Or you're like, you're that sucked. <laughs> you fly it. You fly it. <sighs> all right. Well, I liked it. Thanks. Should we break down? Let's break it down. All Let's right. get into this. Yes, yes, yes. This episode. Mm-hmm. The big confession yes where we learned that landry has been harvesting a secret desire to go to prison yeah i was really trying hard confused by that whole i mean i hate the storyline period forever like wow everything about it that's a weird opinion to have i know right like i don't we don't agree with that at all not unpopular (laughs) uh obviously but like just like that conversation in particular i was like landry like you have to have an understanding of the severity of what is going on and that there are like lots yes. of different ways that this can go. And that like, it was just, I just thought it was so out of character for him to be so like, it has to be this way. And if it's not this way, then, you know, like I just yeah. feel like, like Landry I'm- would be a little bit more flexible to like play ball. and He's smart. <laughs> he's and smart. He, like yeah. there's a, I get that he's supposed to be like, he was harvesting all this guilt. So he's overcompensating. He wants to make sure that he is like getting it off his chest. He feels like he murdered somebody. I get that. I mean, he did, but <laughs> he didn't, he he's doesn't crossing, just feel like he did. Right. But it, it was, he killed someone in self-defense. He didn't yeah. murder in cold blood. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know we use that word a lot joking, but like, it really wasn't a murder. Like it was a, 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 fight like it was an attack and the other guy ended up dead is what happened like he, he wasn't like i'm gonna murder this dude. yeah <laughs> like, i mean i don't know i mean although it, according to this episode yeah but he's crossing over the line into where he's like so concerned about his own guilt that he is now discrediting and invalidating tyra's entire experience right. where i'm like okay i get that you want this off your chest but you need to chill because a super important important part of this story, almost more important than like the guilt that's making you feel uncomfortable is that Tyra was just went through an attempted rape and her life was in danger. And you need to stop like, like I get, he's trying to sell himself out, but he just, it just bothered me that he was way crossing the line into basically pretending as if Tyra's attack and like the trauma that like she would have to deal with if he did go down for it. Like he, like there's no, no consideration yeah, at think all about for her like guilt. what that would do to her. Exactly. Uh, it's very self-involved. It's like suicidal yes. at a certain point. And I was just like, I don't feel yes. like that is Landry. And I understand that you want this over with, but it felt like that was a weird way to do it. Yeah. Like, I feel like he, sh- he should have been able to articulate that he felt guilty and that he was concerned that maybe the guy had stopped attacking at that point. But then an adult could have very easily in like one sentence been like, oh, Hadn't he attacked her before? Didn't he say he was going to kill her? Like, you don't... The end. Yes, right. no. There was, a missed, there was a missed opportunity here because 
Everyone hates the storyline. We always talk about it, whatever. I don't hate it so much. I think they just mishandled the results of it because it is extremely interesting that he was walking away. Landry, Tyro, I think said stop. Like Landry decided to hit him in the back of the head twice to kill him. I'm not saying it wasn't in defense. And the guy was like, I'm coming back for you. Like he was, I'm not saying what he did was wrong, but that's where the tension is. And that's where it's interesting. Now, the problem is that Landry is just like, yeah, in this deep puddle of guilt and he should have been like just wrestling with it, not just completely on the other side of it. And that's what bothers me. Yeah. 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 I wanted to watch his dad help. I wanted to watch someone help bring him out of it, not just like. Oh, he's fully on the other side of like, I'm guilty. I killed a man. And then them just like closing up the storyline and just being like, oh, you're off the hook. And I'm like, I wanted to see it sorted, actually. Exactly. It's like they made the storyline and they regretted it. So they just nipped it in the bud. And I swear they don't talk about it ever again. No, they don't. (laughs) They They don't. don't. Like, there's no there's no lasting effects of it. And like, they could have made it interesting, but they were just like, oh, we probably should have done this. Let's just like make him feel really guilty. And then be like, oh, just kidding. I love Tyra. Okay, I'm gonna do it the right way. And then he, we're not gonna press charges, hug, cry, done. Like what? No. You can feel them trying to get out of it the whole time. Like, it's just like, I don't want to be writing this. I don't want to be writing this. I don't want to be writing this. And like, Tyra had to be involved. I I know I didn't want to see her like do a whole thing, but she needed to be at the very least brought down to the station to tell the police like they needed another. They would never drop that case without someone else testifying. He was attacking me. Right. Or like there were just other holes I wanted them to fill since they've made us watch this for nine episodes. And now I'm like annoyed that they finished it in this way. And I'm like, okay, if you were going to make us suffer through this, like, what was the point? You could have filled in some of these holes like very easily. Yes. Yeah. I like your point that I just didn't, that he shouldn't have been all the way over that line. Yeah. We should have watched him straddling it. And I, we could have had a great Glenn Morsher and Landry and Jesse Plemons moment um, of him. Like, okay, you know what I wanted out of it was a straight up goodwill hunting, like, forgive yourself. I just was thinking that. Yes. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. That's exactly what we needed here. Yes. It didn't feel cathartic at all. Bring in the Damon boys. Or not Damon. I always call them that. It still felt like Landry was regretting, you know, confessing in that way at the end. You know, it wasn't like we had this cathartic moment where he finally got it. And then we're like, whew. It was just like, yeah, it just didn't, no, it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't track. And then when, like, we just, his stance on it was hard to, to track. Like, then when he's mowing Milan and talking to Tyra, he's like, seems to be fully at peace. He's like, you know what? It was just the right thing to do. And yeah, that's why. And I was like, wait, what? And then yeah. the next minute, he's like, I'm mad. I did a murder. <laughs> There's like, been a murder. I mean, what are you going to do? There's been a murder in Savannah. <laughs> What he gonna? Yeah, when Tyra came, he'd be like, "I'm so sorry, but I just I can't live with this. I had to confess." You know, just some awareness. I just it was yeah. just weird. I don't know. But we can move on to opportunity. Lorraine saying, "Matthew, did you eat my snack? Did you eat my snack? Well, <laughs> did love that. Yeah, um, 
<laughs> a moment in time also, snack wells. Snack wells, tapioca. I don't remember on. those. Disgusting. Oh, it I love back... them. And I called them oh, snack wheels. God. It was like the I don't peak think that was a like household item for us. 90s, 2000s, like diet culture was everything yes. being fat free. And so it was right. like, oh, you, oh can, yeah. you can eat as many fat free cookies as you want right. on Weight Watchers. <laughs> as a child who was on Weight Watchers, I mean, it's like a whole oh, just. I'm uh, so sorry. This, the word, I mean, it was whatever everybody did it it was awful yeah um, the early 2000s was tough on everyone where it was yes. just like you ate carrot sticks and snack wells and like nothing <laughs> that had like any oh nutritional gosh. value right right no fat but yeah. 10 grams of sugar like what but i was thinking maybe if it's like if they're like the sugar-free snack wells then like right, grandma right. may have to eat them for like you know her own like health reasons i don't think sure. she's trying to like lose weight or anything yeah <laughs> probably but that was a good throwback a and we have a need for her Yes. We have heard of her. Um, she does like her snacks. She does. Yeah, her tapioca. Protective over her tapioca. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I liked that. Um, but I also was like, she would see that. <laughs> I think she, this is, I, I know. she knew she was there. <laughs> just another Lorraine is, is so old and crazy. Yeah, yeah, like whenever they want her to be senile, they're like, oh yeah. And then she's just like blind <laughs> yeah. for a moment. <laughs> My yeah, um, I, I was like, my conspiracy theory is that she knew that she was there. I felt like she knew. I, I like was that. just like, oh, she's just like and okay with like, it. Whatever. She's just, yeah. whatever. She's like, Matt gets some. snack <laughs> Yeah, all she cares about <sighs> the snack well. She doesn't care what what those two hooligans are doing in no. there. And it's funny because it mirrored the scene, the tapioca scene, because Matt and Julie are making out, and then she like falls on the ground. So that was kind of funny. It was, except yeah. saucier. Yes, definitely saucier. They were. They were without postcoital or precoital. Yeah, Matt's still wearing his Livestrong bracelet, and yes, even take it off. Yeah, you would never take it off, but it's just—it was so prominent (laughs) in that scene (laughs) with his arm. Well, you can't take them off. You know, if you take them off, uh, what's his face will die. Oh no, Um, Lance Armstrong. Do we do do we like him? He's a bad person, right? He's a bad person. We don't like him. Person, like he cheated on Cheryl Crow. And he cheated. And well, she is just an angel. In the sport that he was considered he to be the best, and he did that in yeah. the world. That was so, kind of the whole thing. Yeah, right. he's just just cheater, 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 pumpkin cheater. eater. So take it off. Take your sure. off. Cheater, cheater, hormone injector. <laughs> Have y'all seen Icarus? No. Oh, no. was that a documentary? Yeah, it's amazing. It's it kind of it starts out and it's about doping in the biking world and kind of about the guy who made it was an original like huge fan of Armstrong, but then like his world was shattered, you know, um, and he's a big biker. But then it turns into this whole crazy thing um, with like a deep dive into the doping industry in Russia and what happened in the Olympics in 2016. When was that? The, the Brazil Olympics um, or Rio. Yeah, the Rio Olympics when Russia was barred for like they uncovered this massive doping scandal, and that was while this documentary was being made, and all this stuff is happening live while they're filming. And this guy that they're interviewing ends up having to they have to get him out of Russia to like it's crazy. It's really good. Yeah, that's but it like turns into something totally different. But it definitely starts out with the whole that whole situation nice. oh i also and he was definitely a cheater cheater pumpkin eater i started murder among the mormons but i was like you're not paying attention you can't watch this right now so then i went back to parks and rec but i will i will go back it starts out slow yeah, and then the third episode crazy. is like bonkers okay cool it, it wasn't you too do slow get... i just was like you're not paying attention this is not 
and you kind of move. like need to to get into it because they're talking about like books and documents and yes. if you lose and like there's a lot of people involved so if you because I was like on my computer when I first watched it and by the second episode I was like I'm not, I don't think I'm going to get into this unless I pay attention because there seem to be a lot of people involved yes yeah <laughs> but it was good anywho um anywho oh um back to speaking of diet culture mm-hmm. um Julie's food preferences, again, baffling and bratty. Baffling. Yeah, yeah, wait, what does she request? Her organic Very insistent about apples. Yeah, the organic. Is this apple organic? Ugh. Shut up. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Tammy's like, I don't know, probably not. It was on sale. <laughs> and then she throws her fit about very, very angsty Julie this time, yet again. Yet again. I, I, I'm usually um, like yeah. a Julie apologist for a lot of the series because I feel like she is can be realistic in some and mo- most of the time, yeah. it's good to have a Julia apologist this around. Was just, yeah, sometimes we're a little I mean, harsh. I could not get wrap my head around like what her deal was in this <laughs> situation. Like, I was like, you're old enough to understand that you have a new little sister. Like, you're almost an adult. Right. Get, and like, also, get a like, grip. <laughs> yes, get a grip. And also, like, have you never been around for like, your mom's behavior when company's coming in town. Right. They lose their goddamn lose minds. Their we mind. all know that. Like, right. <laughs> have you seen the video of the guy? He's just like terribly dressed up as like a mom with a wig askew, whatever, running around the house. Yes. Uh, being, like before yes. company comes, he's like, sweep this floor. Oh my, this isn't even vacuumed. And then, no, and he's like, or, um, pick up these pillows. I don't want them to know that we sit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or one like, of my clothes are we had like a powder room like downstairs you know on our first floor and if we had company coming over and anyone dared to use it before Uh like the company arrived Uh the powder room oh my god like my god she would lose criminal yeah (laughs) truly she would put signs on it like caution tape she would have put caution tape over it i swear my mom would do that to the pantry just because she knew that once everything was clean, that all of us would just be in and out of the pantry with all of our little snack wrappers mm-hmm. and they'd be all over the house in minutes um, or in the couch, which is where my little brother would stuff yes. all of those Welch <laughs> fruit gummy um, packages. <laughs> you, you could pull out like 10 of those from the couch cushion. I'm like, he's uh. just sitting there watching Jimmy Neutron stuffing them <laughs> the couch. Um, but I was going to say, or my other favorite line on this topic, which is in the books uh, when they're having the wedding at the Weasleys and uh, Miss Weasley keeps trying to get Ron and Harry to clean their room. And then Ron just goes, what is the wedding being held in my room? <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm, that's exactly how I would always feel. I'm like, why the F do I have to clean my, come in my room? room? Yeah. No one is going in there. Right. Are we having like a rager where people are going to like make out in my room? With, like this family yeah. party? Are we going to have like break off groups right. in different bedrooms? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm sure Anyways. I will be just as crazy though. Can't wait. Yeah. Oh, I did have a question for the group. Go. Regarding the whole wheellovers.com scene. What the F is screech porn? (laughs) That was the, that's the the... diamond sex tape. Screech from Bishop. Oh, how did you know? Oh, that's what it was called? It's because, because his, his character name was Screech on Saved by the Bell. Okay. I literally thought it meant like screeching porn. And was like, Say by the bell was okay. before us. Yeah, like I know a lot of, like I know of it. Yeah, but we didn't grow up watching. Okay. I, I watched it, but I still don't know. About I felt like I was, I didn't know how far back we were going. Yeah, Dustin Diamond <clears throat> is a character named Screech on Say by the Bell, and he was like the nerd 
Got it. And everybody else was like, everybody else was like kind of hot and like got to go on to, you know, they didn't have much careers, but like people paid them to do stuff. (laughs) And he just did not because people were just like, "Eh, screech, like, because he was such a distinctive character. And so he did a bunch of stuff after to like try to, like he did a tell, he did the tell all book. He did the. Uh, he did just the sex tape. He did the story going like, down like, the road to the sex tape. And then he just passed away this past year. So anyway. Oh, oh that's right. He, whole, he must have been pretty board. young, right? Yeah, Got he was it. like in his mid 40s. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Anyway, sad, but screech porn. That's what that means. <laughs> okay. I'm really glad not to like know that it's not people screaming. Right. I'm really glad I to know it's not it a genre of horrible. Porn. <laughs> I did write down though in my notes when she, when they're on the date and she's like, you know, it really gets me going. And, uh, and I was, and I just <laughs> yeah. wrote, oh, Jason, you're not ready for kink. Like, don't tell Jason Street anything about that. He's no. too <clears throat> pure. He no, will, he's a baby like, boy. He's a baby boy. And also he's like shut down. 18. Yes. Yeah, he's like 18. And, yeah. and like you can barely like find a bedroom to have sex in, much less get kinky with it. Yeah. Right. And this I would argue high school age. I would argue that P is I mean it's kink, but it's like kind of yeah, well, I'd say that's it's very left of center kink. <laughs> it is not normal to, kink. You know, medical unsafety. Right. <laughs> I don't even like really want to know the ins and outs of what she's into with that. I do. I want to go out with her. (laughs) I'm going to take her to a Chili's. I remember watching that scene when I was like 16 and being like, what the, like, I remember just thinking it was so funny. Like some people think that pee, I didn't like my brain didn't connect. Like, Oh, she thinks like she gets off when they pee on her. Right. It was just like she thinks pee is hot. No, like, you she know what just I thinks it's sexy. Yeah. This is another moment of watching this 10 years later, like realization is that I thought it, it gets her going to pee before they do things. She gets so she goes to, to bathroom. Go to the bathroom right after. Yes. Oh I was my like, God, oh, she's just going to go pee and like feel frisky or something. Yeah. I did. I do think it's weird that she says that That's and then gets up to go to the bathroom. It's I would be like, what is she doing in there? <laughs> <laughs> she's like getting some right now. <laughs> she's like peeing That's in a exact. cup, like at the doctor's. I thought she was going to do something like weird and creepy in the bathroom right. and like bring it back to the table when I first watched. Ugh. Gosh. I still kind of thought that. Yeah. Poor Jason, though, because it's like you are you are a fetish now, and that is like a really weird thing when you don't know, know like um, what your like sexual future is. It is. I know. It was totally. Bad. Like it was funny, but it was also like, oh, yeah. Guy. His yeah. Scott Porter's performance was great. Was His so face good. was just perfect. Yeah, it was just he, like, he oh was my god, I have to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, just like the open mouth, just like yes. Uh. <laughs> or like yeah, you could see him. I would do. You could see him too. too. Yes. I know that haircut's so popular now. So yeah. Popular. You could see him also well, like Audrey when, she, Hepburn bangs. when she's like, Can I tell you something? He's like starting to sense that she's strange. Yeah. You know, he's like, Yes, he's like, yeah, I totally. He's like know. already getting a weird vibe. Yes, yes. It's like, maybe, please don't. Maybe actually. I don't want to know what you want to tell me. I don't know. Ugh. I don't I still don't think it, it was the right move for him to leave. I never I'm was with the waitress on that, even though she didn't know. Yeah. I still think you should never abandon someone at a restaurant at least pay the tab and leave like, right 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 even if they're weird it's just a dick thing to do he should have just let her come back and just been like sorry that's not something i'm in into and and i'm uncomfortable so i'm probably gonna head out but like, yeah thank you. she know, but being, she, like, nasty to him she was just being like the problem yeah. is she drove him though she's he's kind of trapped like he can't really like you know well then he shouldn't have 
ridden with her. <laughs> I, well, he whatever. has to. <laughs> I'm a big of. fan of taking my own car everywhere. Yes. No, I, but just, I just mean the whole wheelchair aspect gives it a little more. I give him a little more grace with just being like, I'm, <laughs> I, I need you a to. Extra I'm going to hide in the kitchen. <laughs> that's fair yeah that's fair yeah and, then and like you said he's, yeah, she's sure. making him a fetish cuckoo. like it's like it's kind of like yeah anyway yeah i mean it definitely was grounds to leave i just am <laughs> never a big fan of the like unspoken goodbye no situation. no that's not fair. normal yeah i being a waitress for so many years i saw many a stand-up and i always Aww. would like take some discount off their check or whatever or like so bring sad. them something free while yeah. they're waiting or whatever oh you know what was fun this was a total opposite when i worked at this restaurant i was a cashier so i was at the front and i'm like getting someone's order and we're talking but we both kind of look at each other like this because we keep hearing we were hearing some like rumblings in the in the dining room and then we start hearing some cheers and i was like so do you want i was like i, th- I think we need to go in there we all like ran in there and there was <laughs> a proposal on? happening oh, cute. and we were all oh, like cute. it was like so fun <laughs> i like it when the breakups happen Ooh. i worked at a oh, college bet. bar so the breakup theater ones. was prime. Yes. <laughs> so I love. Okay, what do we think of? Or go ahead. I was going to say. say, what do we think of Santiago? <laughs> whole arc this episode. Okay, like we said, the like Street Fighter thing and all that was icky. And also, like, I know Buddy's doing it for a good reason. Okay. I didn't like the first half. I like the second <laughs> half. I didn't like the really yeah. the car scene. And, I hate you and all that. But I did love, like, like I said, I loved the the filming style of the Santiago moment. And I loved Buddy saying, like, you changed the momentum of the game. Because he did. Because yes. he was like, I didn't win. Like, I just tackled a guy or whatever. He was like, no, you shifted the momentum and the energy. And so I half and half liked it. Yeah, it's it was it was uh, I just wrote like the Santiago stuff was rough, like in the first half. And also, yeah. again, because I'm coming at it from the middle of season one and I was just like, oh, I forgot that this it's been rough character <laughs> exists. Uh, I did like part of the car scene that I liked, even though it is like a rude thing to say. But like, you know, you're just an old fat white guy and you don't have anything <laughs> yeah. to do with any of this. I was like, finally, yeah. someone like says it to Buddy's face. Like, you are not yes. involved. We yes. are children yes. playing a game. And <laughs> this it's is very over the line <laughs> <laughs> that you are being this possessive about it. Yeah. And uh, and but I really liked that he didn't seem to take that insult to heart it, to it, it, in his relationship with Santiago. And that speech was really sweet when he's like, you brought the magic. That was yeah. you. Well, because it, it shows sincere. It shows the good intentions of him. Yeah. I, I did wish that we had the moment of him because you can clearly see Santiago is so freaking stressed, he, like throws up in the bathroom oh, and he's baby. like, you know, I know I wish Buddy would have been like, I I want this for you because I think it's going to like make your life better but if you don't want to do this like it's okay like right. I, I wish there was that kind of moment where because it does feel like he's forcing him to do yeah. this you know I know I was kind of I was kind of like oh my god he does not have to play football right. like ask him at least ask him if there's another sport or like <laughs> or like anything you can else tell him that he has to get involved in something and prove that he can follow through and like work with other people and he can choose where he exhibits that but I mean, they basically, I mean, everything's short of having a damn gun to his head. They're like, you yeah. will be on the football you team. You will I'm play like, football. This guy, he was literally just walking down the side of the highway. You know, right. I don't think he asked to be a Dylan Panther. No. Not once. Yeah. The poor kid. I he does say for him. He does say, I mean, there's that moment when he's like, you know, trying to tackle and then Tim comes. And he's like, you're doing it all wrong. And he's like, I want to be a Panther. You know, he does want this, but I just wish there was some kind of 
kind of clarity moment where it's like, by the way, like, it's okay. Or, well, I just wish that they wrote it with a little, to where it didn't seem like he kind of falls in and out of caring about the Panthers. Yes. It's not super consistent. I wish we had more of an understanding that, or that they gave him more of a like underlying uh, drive that we connected with to where we really wanted to see him succeed versus us just kind of being like, okay, he's being forced to do this. Is he going to do it? You know, like we'd be more invested if we saw a little bit of like his heart. A hundred percent. They mishandle his character this whole time. (laughs) They just struggle giving him depth. And I think it's the writing and and possibly his acting. Yeah. Yeah, Not great. Not great. Seeing somebody succeed after like just experiencing them being anxious for a really long time is like, I mean, great. Good for you. But like, what does that (laughs) mean? It's, it's, it's kind of hollow and weird. Um, totally. Even though I liked that. <laughs> even right. though I liked that. Well, so like, weird. Yeah, I love that. Well, and we're so used to these storylines being very nuanced and mm-hmm. being like, oh, it's just like, you know, Tim is having these issues and Coach is helping him through them. But we understand that it's Tim working through his trauma and like understanding that he needs this team and Coach is acting as a dad. You know, like we they usually give us a lot more depth to these little plot lines, even when they feel small and catty. And so I feel like we're just a little confused with the Santiago buddy one because there isn't as much of an undercurrent. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And we're just like, okay, do they like each other? Like, right. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I the car scene was okay. I liked seeing, being reminded that Buddy is a dad. Um, and I think that that was a, it was just nice to see him to like be able to nurture and mold yeah. someone. And I liked that he was like a little rough with, with him because I think that is what would resonate. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I liked Buddy's part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Santiago end of it is just not gripping me. I don't really no. care whether or not he succeeds. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. Like it was a good moment. I loved that was my favorite moment of the show, but it, of the episode, but, um, I don't care where we go from here. If we didn't see him again, I would not care. I just, I just don't care enough. It's yeah. Or it's just like kind of hard, not super believable that this kid just comes out of juvie and lets someone like buddy for some, you know, I just have a hard time believing that this kid is just like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. Um, which is why I liked the fat white guy line because I've been waiting for Santiago to blow up at Buddy for a yeah. while now. Yes, we've been waiting. Um, but yeah, the steak and ramen scene, I imagine, mm. is some sort of beef bourguignon or, or beef stroganoff like equivalent that he used ramen noodles for and yes. steak. Deep fried. We know he has <laughs> steak. Yeah. We know he has steak. And then rolled it into and a sausage fried it. Honestly, that sounds <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Doesn't sound terrible. I'm pretty hungry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there was also a giant cereal-sized box that just said mac and cheese nice. on top of their fridge. <laughs> I really liked that. <laughs> Big dad in the doghouse energy of his whole yeah. kitchen. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, frat, yes. Frat star situation yeah. going on over there. Well, he's very, very divorced dad vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, going back to Julie's brattiness, I thought oh, Tammy God. and Julie's argument about what to wear was so real. <laughs> My God. Like, yeah. But then just tell me what you want me to wear because, I mean, anything that I pick is not going to be good. <laughs> like That, yeah, that line in particular their is acting an exchange was good. that I'm familiar with. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they always fight well on the show. They do. They do. 
she like presented a dress that she knew that her mom wasn't going to like just so that she could have that fight with her, which is also, yeah. I'm sure, something that I have done in the past. So. Yes. That was my number one move. Yep. But then her dress at the end, I was like, I mean, that dress is a little low cut too. So I don't really know what the difference I know. was. It was like these more revealing. Dresses. It was very weird. My favorite part of that scene, though, was like, as Tammy is like coming at her, she stops in the middle of the sentence and just goes, hey, baby girl, to Gracie. Like, <laughs> oh, I know, because they just have like her. crying noises in the background. <laughs> and then hey, just gets girl. back into it. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Classic Tammy. Good sparring. Yeah, that was that was quite sassy. I But I was also confused by the Julie line. I couldn't tell if we were supposed to be on her side or not with the moment when she goes to coach and she's like, help me out here. And then mm. Tammy's like, I hope you didn't, I hope you responded in this way. And I was kind of like, I I kind of, I mean, if she's really busy at school. I, I love when she's I like, she like goes to school and goes home. I know. <laughs> like, I kind of love that. She's I like, if she that. thinks she's busy, I, I, I was too, not on Julie's side. She said she's in the paper and in the club. And like she said, she did have a couple, couple yeah. of things going on. I just wish she, I think she, I mean, maybe she feels like she can't talk to her mom, but. Yeah, I, I don't she, know. Like, I just didn't care. She knows that her dad, it, it was like, again, as a daughter, I feel like I've done this also before where I've been like, yes. I'm to go to my dad because my mom's being mean. Right. And be because especially if your dad was the, the softer one. Yes. My, was too. my dad <laughs> was, too. was the softer one and also is also the one who just wants things to be over. Like he doesn't want to yes. moderate a fight. Like he doesn't, he's just like, no. everyone stop talking. This is over. <laughs> like he doesn't yeah. want to solve it. <laughs> He just wants my it dad to just done. shouts from the back room. Listen to your mother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my favorite so was like, like her going to him and like being like, dad, I was so stressed out. And he's she just knew like, she was going to get right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she knew she was going to get that. Right, but... My, my favorite recent, it was probably like, I think it was actually on Easter a few years ago. <laughs> my sister and my mom and I got into it and my dad comes out. This is like in their old New York apartment. He goes, um, can someone catch me up here? I, I just went to the shower and everyone's crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, can, can someone tell me what's going on? Uh, yeah. But my dad also, my dad is like not hard enough for like all of these types of fights. You know, he was like, uh, y'all work it out among yourselves. <laughs> right. You know, very like I wash my hands of this, but when it came to like the intense discipline, he was the go mm-hmm. go to one, like the really bad stuff usually. Mm. But uh, my mom was just, you know, covered all the rest of the bases. But <laughs> things like this, my dad didn't even have enough authority to like for me to go to him for. My mom, he would just be like, "Well, I don't really know the situation, <laughs> so I'm not going to make a judgment call." But I, that sounds like it should be fine. And I'm like, "Dad <laughs> said it's fine." My mom's like, "He doesn't know shit." <laughs> Dad said I can't go. <laughs> and I would Ugh. go to him exactly because I knew he wasn't going to be like, how many people are going to be there? And what time are you coming home? He's just like, it sounds, sounds fine, I'm sure. <laughs> but I do get that. It sounded to me like she was sensitive because I think she was trying to help genuinely. But then her mom was being overly critical and she was feeling overly burdened and she was like I don't want to ask her to give me less tasks because I'm kind of trying here and I don't want her to think that I don't care mm-hmm. and then both people get upset because they are were like trying in a genuine way yeah and then people get really defensive and sensitive totally but yeah I thought it was super unfair for her to be like you just want us to get a picture and all look perfect I'm like that is not Tammy and Eric at all oh, they're not all. like perfect yeah. little family like 
she's so she throws that at her mom a lot when they're yeah. fighting. But I don't I think it's like fair. It's been more than once. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. But I think everyone to their mom feels like that. Yes, they think For that, sure. even like, if it's not yeah. true. That was the line that, to me that was the most like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was direct dialogue in my childhood. <laughs> Mine was just the clothes like, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We were the classic like screaming at the top of our lungs, all six of us. And then like, <laughs> okay, picture. Three, right. two, one. Like people cried like, off all like, my makeup. Like, have to go yeah. Back. yeah. 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 Everyone's Constantly. face is like splotchy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> my sister and I would be like, have you gone downstairs yet? Has mom seen what you're wearing? Like we would like, we would like plan it. Like I would yeah. do a casual walk by. So like, if she didn't say anything, I'm like, okay, I'm good. Okay. Or like, I could like see your eyes and I'd be like, what, what, what about this? Like, just tell me, tell me what to wear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very, very realistic. Speaking Although, of, I mean, it was a little booby. It was speaking booby. of what to wear. Let's get into <gasps> fashion. fashion. Yeah, I do have a couple fashion notes. Go. Particularly, I, I thought her first dress Good. was gross. Yeah. And the, the second dress was really pretty. Yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. Sage, what were some of your notes? I liked, um, I really liked Riggins' uh, t-shirt with the with the, the Dylan, like, state champs. And then, like, the wings on the... Oh, yes. I know yeah. that one, too. I loved it. It I looked like a why. snitch a little bit. <laughs> it looked a little bit like a snitch. I was like, I feel like that's a Dylan a little snitchy. shirt. I don't little snitch really bitch. see very often. And of yeah. course, it was a perfect <laughs> like <laughs> medium on him, which I loved. And I liked Lila's yeah. Lila's little like sleeveless top that she wore when she. I ran did into too. Jason. It did a it cut to wide there, which it does so rarely, and you get to see her like whole ensemble. Yes. Oh, oh, man, cute. can that girl pull off some boot cut jeans? Yeah. Mm. Damn, y'all. And yeah. I I loved her, her ass. Refuses to, to quit. <laughs> <laughs> I loved um her and Jason. This office. yes, yes. that is um. Uh, season five episode one weight loss i love yoga class jason and lila this episode them being Mm. just buds and he was like i'm going on a date and he was like spraying himself he was like yeah whatever he should have had lila drop him off i know and then i love the short little scene where we see um him moving in with her and she's there helping like i just i love that like they're they've moved past their shit and i don't know i just thought it was really sweet the way her like yeah, neck was snaps yeah. when he's like answering the phone and like says a girl's name and she's like, oh, and she's like I know. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Yeah. It's very yeah, cool. it was also, really cute. I was proud of her for her reaction. If I saw my ex in the street and pulled over and got out of my car to talk to him and then he whipped out his phone and answered a call to <laughs> go on point. a date with a girl, I would be like mortified <laughs> that I stopped and got out. I would be like, like moonwalk back to my car. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, <laughs> I just love their little interactions. Oh, it but we're in fashion. Mature. I liked, um, I didn't know how to describe them, but I wrote, I like Tyra's hoopy hoops. Yes. They were like hoops within hoops. Hoops on They're hoops cute. on hoops. Oh, I hoops didn't on catch hoops on hoops. Pedicures on pedicures. Pedicures on pedicures. It was like a little whirlpool of hoops. It was cute. Speaking of Tyra, this isn't really fashion, but have you ever noticed how symmetrical her freckles are? <sighs> her freckles are perfectly placed. They're like, they really are yeah, so they're cute. like a constant. Her her freckles are like the night sky. Like you can find <laughs> constellations. <laughs> we should name. We should um name one together. I'm gonna well, buy one in the middle. Right I'm gonna buy us. Yes. I'm gonna buy us She's a Tyra yes, freckle. <laughs> oh my god. We can name Perfect. it Bruce Ladybird. Is it by the Lake of Tranquility? <laughs> what line is that? Oh shit. <clears throat> I don't know. It's Dwight. <sighs> Wait. Yeah, they buy him. Someone buys him a star. 
oh, Jim is trying to pay him back for saving his life when Roy attacks him. Yes. And he, one of the things he does is buy him a star. A star. And Dwight is like, is it by the Sea of Tranquility? <laughs> Yes, Lakeside. <laughs> or why am I thinking it's Andy? Yeah, I don't well, think we'll fact check it. I I feel like Maybe I know that up not... so pretty well, and I don't think we'll we'll fact check next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, it's definitely Dwight. Yes. Oh, but no going back to Tim, it. did he was he sleeping in his jeans? I think he was because yeah, probably because he's sure. like ready to leave that at like, any moment. Leave. Yeah, he just wants to <laughs> yeah. be ready. He left with his. He, has he was a, holding just his had boots. socks on. Yeah, yeah, that was really cute. I loved him like oh, grabbing his boots. He's like, I gotta get. I just here. liked him shuffling out in his so socks. With his, it was a very human like moment. Moment. I, I know. I just love um, seeing Tim because he's so rough around the edges, <laughs> like being in even a rougher environment yes. and being like, "Oh, little baby, get out of there, little angel." Yeah. Well, and he's like actually trying to combat it versus just like letting life kind of beat him around and just going with the punches. He's yes. like, "I gotta get out of." You know, he's <laughs> he's kind of trying right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love. Um, it. Okay, I loved the waitress's hair. It is like my Beautiful. favorite at Sage. Your hair yep. is. Kind of like this and very beautiful. Yes. Um, but that like perfect auburn mm. color and it's like light, messy curls mm. as if, you know, like when you get stuck in a light rain and then the humidity makes your hair curl in just the right way or yes. whatever. Yes. Some girl's hair just looks like that Never all happened the time. to me. <sighs> right. I have the I mean, straightest like, I guess, of straight hair. It's just, I do there's too. never it's, a curl. But yeah. I dream about that. That sounds never wonderful. Never a curl. Yeah. Well, I too. she had that. I want to talk about she the did. waitress more. Do we want to get out of fashion? I just want to yeah, say yeah, yeah. Land- oh, yeah. Landry sleeping in his crucifixoria shirt. I just love. Oh, I just love yeah. that that's he like his always, sleep shirt. There's so much crucifixorious merch. So much. I know. He's always in, in his garb. Y'all, I bet yeah. there's some out there. We need to get some. They used to sell it at the NBC store, which is really funny because yeah. they had like an official crucifixorious shirt. But then, yeah, remember the NBC store? It's still there, I guess. Unless yeah, it closed. It's oh, closed. I know it's still there. I ordered a some Friday Night Light Did you? mugs um, over Christmas that we gave away to some listeners. Do they still have, I don't know, I haven't <laughs> looked at their stuff in a while. I did was, not see any Crucifictorious It was merch. funny because they had that shirt, but they obviously like didn't have like the Jesus on it. Like it was just <laughs> the, yes. just the like font. Well, because you're, she's talking about the, there's a physical store. Yes. Carly, in New York. Oh, I know. But it's, a, oh, but that's what you're you talking ordered online, about just yeah, in so general. In just the, yeah. Oh, I see, I see, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, um, Well, I want to talk yeah, about I the do love going in there. Yeah, so fun. It's fun. The waitress, I said, go, Jason. And then I said, waitress girl knows how to kiss. <laughs> I was like, damn, girl. When she, she drops him off. straight with the tongue. I, I missed that. Well, you did got to go back. I just, I mean, you don't have to. But <laughs> when she dropped him off. She's going to go back. And, and she just like leads over. And, but I just, I was just like, damn, she knows what she's doing. Was, <laughs> she was a great kiss. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we're all pretty into her. Yeah. 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 Even yeah, she was she's pretty just outgoing, the waitress. You know, she rescued him. Yeah. yeah, and like... I don't know her name. You always, you know, feel connected. She had a shitty night. She got water thrown in her face, <laughs> and she was, like, real cool about it. So, I, you know, yeah, she gave fan. off a good first impression. Yes, we will see where Although this Although not goes. to the P-girl. No. Yeah. Although I do think... I feel like Jason shouldn't have left, like, her sh- to deliver the, no- the news. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. And she could or have to have to be like, oh, I don't know where he went. Yeah. Like they should have come up with a like someone picked him up or something. I mean, it was a split decision. That's true. It yeah. did have to be quick. True. Although, who knows? Maybe she pees for a long time. She's really into it. So. <laughs> she loves pee. 
Um, oh, I liked the smash line uh, when he goes, women love boundaries. Women love yes. boundaries. I was like, we do. We do. We do love those. I was like, he's I not do. wrong. No, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> I love how favorite... elated he is about like Matt and oh, he's Carlotta. so excited. He's so excited. Yes. One of my favorite like character details about Matt is how bad he is at like putting other people's ideas into his own words. Like anytime <laughs> yes. he gets some advice from somebody else that he thinks is good, he just delivers it in the absolute worst way. Yeah. And, like so put the whole fish on the table. Put the whole fish on the table. Fish on the table. And she's just like, shut up. I'm not interested. She's like, in what this are you? No. <laughs> it's very cute. It, it was cute. it was really cute. Yeah, I love his him and Smash's friendship mm. and any any scenes of them at the Alamo Freeze working together. I'm I think they're just adorable. It's so cute. Yeah. I know, and it's such a relatable friendship dynamic. Yeah. Like I worked in high school too, and you have friends that you know you don't necessarily hang with outside of work or school, but maybe you go to school with them, but they're not like. They're just like your work buds. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, it's just a cute little high school dynamic. Yeah. And Matt like knew exactly what he wanted Carlotta to have. Like I love that he was like maker yes. of whatever. Like he I just know. like has his, had his thing in mind. Like Although wasn't that, I think that was a reference to, so Smash gives a certain free ice cream thing to all the hot girls. Right. Jimmy's. And I think. Was it the same I know, one? Which, I think it's like the same. It's the hot the, girl. The hot girl. Sunday. Ice cream. And he was like, <laughs> I'll get it. It, but that I think that made it cute it's too. Cute. Yes, yeah. yeah. Where he was like, "My turn to make the Oreo Sunday or whatever." Well, it was so cute that Smash Two was like, "I want to like pick up this girl, or whatever." And Matt's just like, I'm, "He's just like waiting for the ball to drop." And it was <sighs> like, oh, "Get yeah, it, Matt." That was adorable. Very cute. Loved it. Um, loved it. Oh, Sage, are you Team Tim, Team Matt, or Team Smash? Ooh. Oh God. Ooh. Um, well, I love Matt a lot, but I do this. I, I should mention this in my connections to the show. I have a dog named Riggins. He lives with yes. my parents. That's um, such a amazing. great dog name. <laughs> yeah. He is the complete opposite of his father in that he is like <laughs> just, So he didn't sleep with your neighbor? <laughs> yeah, he is not yet He's like we've no, I caught him humping something once in his entire life. Yeah, He's thirteen years old. Like and, wow, and, when, what I, a and when I caught him he looked like so embarrassed <laughs> so ashamed oh. and he's like very neurotic and like afraid of everything and like has kind of like weird bug guys i'll send you guys a picture um please but, uh, uh, yeah so i feel like well i i am in the in in my heart of hearts because i was also like in my 20s when i first started watching the show i am team coach like i like Ugh, i will want yeah. to marry eric taylor yes but of the of the Ugh. of the students it's of I, the teens. I, I, I love riggins i do Great it's choice. like my sweet, yep. like tortured prince. He's like how can you be sweet tortured prince? prince. Oh, yes. that is that he is looks Riggins like royalty. Show. It's ridiculous. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Princess Diaries three. Yeah. Would Don't like, you just want to brush his hair? Yes. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stacy. Stacy should be hitting those double backs. She's been her own worst oh, enemy man. all day. Like. Uh, like, I, I know that was super cute lounging he's like all into it on the bench like holding yes. one of those little like gymnastics like <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah he's just twirling it on the ground he does he always nails those like just little personality things like little movements little um i don't know just little character uh, what are they called characteristics it's a, it's a, 
isms. Yeah. yeah. And he's such a like um, he's such a just like, make it really rich. Competitive guy. He just like is into sports and he likes activities. So like if yeah. he's standing in the gymnastics meet, he's gonna get into d- gymnastics. Like when he was in powder puff, he was like fully yes. into powder yes. puff. Like he I was love super it. into it. Yeah. I just yeah, love, I love that, that he's too. willing it totally to attract. yeah, it's adorable. Loved it. I also made a note on the gymnastics girls. I said, the gymnastics girls made my body feel old and made of stone. Yeah, I was like, these bitches are elite. Like, what <laughs> school know. is this? I used to be able to do that stuff oh my God. When, I was, when I was young and limber. Never. I was a, a wee little gymnast. And now I, I look at that and I'm like, my body would break like a twig. <laughs> Just snap and up. How old Just were you when you started? Snap. Were you really little when you started? Super young. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went through like middle school with gymnastics and then I switched to uh, horseback riding, took mm. over among other sports. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also like it just gets so competitive. And I was like literally in seventh grade with knee problems, mm. you know, and you can, they were like, I had a coach talk to me about possibly like not starting your period because you're like training. And I was oh, yeah. like, this is, I don't think the sport for me like I don't want to give this much to a sport yet yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's terrifying well so speaking I of didn't. sports I'm gonna mom's plane and awesome. guys I said I had a surprise for you first I'm gonna do my typical and then the surprise will come so am I safe to go get my chapstick or will I miss the surprise I'll do the boring part first okay so Buddy and Santiago, when um, our listeners are like, okay, skip 15 seconds, don't be boring. I'll take that. (laughs) So, Buddy and Santiago are in the kitchen and he's like quizzing him and stuff, and he's making his steak and ramen zini. And he was like, do you need a dimed defense or a prevent defense? And he's like, trick question, neither. So, (laughs) a dime defense. Um, in American football, the dime defense is a defensive alignment that uses six defensive backs. It is usually employed in obvious passing situations. So when, you know, they seem that it's going to be a passing, probably not like you're at the third and two where you're probably just going to try to run it over the line. You're probably going to do a dime defense. A prevent defense is a defensive alignment that seeks to prevent the offense from completing a long pass or scoring a touchdown in a single play and seeks to run out the clock. So you're trying to prevent like a big Hail Mary Mm -hmm. pass. Mm -hmm. But Carly, I have a couple recordings from a couple friends because we finally know what the nickel package is. (gasps) The nickel package? The nickel package has been solved. So first we are going to hear from our dear friend, Potatoes, (laughs) Ty Templin, (laughs) who... Oh, you guys, he was the football star, if anyone would know. Yes, he was a triple threat, baseball, basketball, football, just very good Damn. at everything so he this is, is explaining. why we had to have a code name for him why i was in love with him in sixth grade exactly we would play basketball <laughs> together all of that he also played football at, uh, at ut, UT slash yes. tmu and Welcome. coach taylor was slash his TMU. coach yeah guys <laughs> so but yeah here he's a, he's a real deal jason street <laughs> yes here is mr ty templin thank you monica and carly for inviting me on to help explain what a nickel defense is so this most these defenses so at any level of football, so either peewee, high school, college, pros, operate out of either a 3-4 or a 4-3 defense. In a 3-4 defense, you have three defensive linemen and four linebackers. And in a 4-3, you have four linemen and three linebackers. And so that leaves right, you with, with four defensive backs, normally two safeties and two corners. 
So in a nickel defense, you sub out one of your linebackers to give you a fifth defensive back, and hence the name nickel. So this is usually helpful for uh, passing situations where you want to help put more speed on the field to cover the other team's receivers. There's also a dime package where you could put a sixth uh, defensive back on the field. That's less intuitive. Right. Hope this helps. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. So cute. That is so cute. That's oh my adorable. gosh, Ty. We love you. We I can't believe you. we haven't thought about consulting Ty I about know. our football questions. Well, so this I, is another friend of ours that we grew up with. Yes. And I have adorable. a second explanation straight from the Orlando International Airport from Mr. Roland Pettit. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it. <laughs> Do we need to apologize in advance? Uh, probably. Hey, Roland, we hate you. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Note to our listeners, guys, he has a lot of energy and sometimes bops around from topic to topic yes. in a disorienting way. <laughs> I think this was pretty um, pretty focused, but here we go. Monica, Carly, it's an absolute pleasure to be able to be on the show. I've been looking for an opportunity for a long time, as you know, uh, <laughs> based on my DMs into both of your inboxes. But yep. thank you for this question. It's a pretty easy question. Uh, Nickel refers to the number five player is subbed out for any other player and put into the defensive scheme. So that's probably what they mean by nickel in the football game. Hope this helps. Can't wait for my full in-person interview coming later this month. It'd be great. Everyone get excited. We'll do a full, full Roland episode just interviewing him about his football experiences. Um, I think Ty's was a lot more easier to understand, but thank you both for that yes. explanation. So now, so, and the nickel package is synonymous for the nickel defense. And it's basically okay, just okay. like you're adding a more, another defensive back where you usually don't. And mm-hmm. then if you add a six one, it's dime for some reason, but I guess you wouldn't be like the nickel plus penny defense, you know? So <laughs> I really wish Ty had just been like the nickel package is basically, you know how there's a penis, but then also like two balls. <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> it's that but like on a football player yeah <laughs> so pretty much exactly what you guys were thinking yes so guys we've solved it you're welcome we hope this votes your penis okay <laughs> <laughs> thank you and good night thank you and good night that was excellent yeah. i loved those surprises they made me um so happy yes our boys okay so we have not played a scene from the show yet i I hardly pulled very many time codes. There weren't that many like hot moments. I thought we could play the Tammy as a Tammy time. Um, her kind of resolving scene at the end. I liked it. Mm. True. And I did pull the time code for the P line. I did too. <laughs> Wait, let's play that first and then we'll play Tammy. Yeah. We'll get silly first and then we'll get yeah. angry with Tam. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. It's can I tell you what gets me going? Sure. P. Excuse me for a minute. Uh-huh. Just no elaboration either. Like, I know, and then she just gets up. I know, and goes to pee. But also that actress, like the way that she just says that word, I was like, I mean, I she know. was like not gonna take that line for granted. No, she put she everything not she had around. into it. <laughs> yeah. He had like three she syllables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She goes, P. <laughs> 
so weird. I mean, terrifying. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Yeah. Yuck. Yes, terrifying. I don't I mean, yeah. I don't want to shame anyone's kinks, but if I, I'm just putting myself in Jason's shoes and I cannot imagine anybody who be, would be more terrified by that than Jason Street. True. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Except Vanilla for possibly Ice. me. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Mrs. Vanilla Eyes. Okay. That's me. So let's play a little Tammy time. Here we go. So I was thinking about you were right about something. About what? I do want a great family picture today. I think that's why this whole christening has been so important to me is because, you know, I want our family back. I want you back. And now we have Gracie. And Gracie's a part of it. Today's about bringing her into that, but you being the godmother, it's because, you know, when she was born, I thought to myself, this is the luckiest girl in the world because she has Julie as her older sister. You are the most special person in the world. And so today, for me, why it's been such a big deal is because today... I'm going to be able to celebrate my two amazing daughters. I love you, honey. Sorry for earlier. It's always like teenager apology. I know, right? she just like mumbles it. It's literally all we get. <laughs> like, damn, Julie. <sighs> Cold. I think we should make merch that says, damn, Julie. Damn, damn. Julie, get off the D. Get off that D. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was pretty believable, and I enjoyed it. I wouldn't say it was, like, the most um, engrossing battle that they've ever had. But no. I did find it interesting that in the recap at the beginning of the episode, they put in the Julie Tammy slap from yeah. season one. I know. They're like, remember that they've been fighting. <laughs> and like, we got like, it. Mother and daughter, it will happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also Bad. wrote down from earlier, I forgot to mention this, but like from the actual fight when Julie is like, Julie's like, it would just be nice to have a thank you. And I was just oh like, my God. you I know. live in their house. They yes. do everything for you. Like, I was like, they literally feed you three meals a day. It right. was like a Don Draper, like, that's what the money's for. Oh my God. Julie, yes. like, you, this is your job. Ugh. Yeah. I love her a lot of the time, but like, my God, not in this episode. She is bratty lately. And like when she goes hard, she goes hard. Yeah. And And it it, makes sense that she's not with Matt at this time because it's like it's very hard to reconcile Matt, bratty Julie with like understanding Matt girlfriend Julie's is like I feel like they don't really mesh. Yeah. And I think that they just they know that they need to grow her up a little bit and she's got to go through some tension. And I like that they do the mom daughter like that's very relatable for me. Like the biggest my mom and I just went 
at it mm-hmm. from ages like 11 to 20. Yeah. <laughs> Just like <laughs> relentless. But it was very a very similar dynamic to Julie and Tammy with like strong, independent mom, strong, independent daughter with lots of similar ideals. Um but similarly had strong and like similar triggers. Go- mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so like, I do find it very real and relatable, but also now when I was younger, I was more like engrossed in their fights and emotionally involved. Now as an adult, I'm like, listen to your mother. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Right. You have to help with the christening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in my old age, I'm like, listen to your mother. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Learn your um, rules. You better, better learn, learn your rules. rules. If, if you, you don't, don't you'll, you'll be eaten, eaten in your sleep. In your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what wow, our moms the used to is say. Just pouring out of us. I know. Today. Wow. In a mood. Even more than usual. I know. All right, y'all. Any stray obsies before we rate? Um. Oh, well, I wrote, is, Tim needs to get the fuck out of there. And then I put in parentheses, season two is a horror film. <laughs> like the music starts going and he's like, with that ferret guy. he's got the gun and he's like, I'm just kidding. I'm just get up. Like, you know, I was like, Jesus. what is this? This is so scary. I know. And then they walk into the living room and everyone's laughing at him. They're like, you didn't see the ferret. <laughs> and I'm like, what are these? Like the witches of Eastwick? I know. It's like deliverance though. It really <laughs> <Yes>. is. <laughs> It's so scary. I love the end though. I love, I mean, and this is also going into like Reagan's living with the Taylors, one of my favorite storylines. I know. Oh, I'm I excited. I cannot wait for cannot the story. Yes. And I don't oh. mean Jose Gonzalez. Oh. Yes, but the like, literal story. I love, I loved the choice to have like no dialogue in the scene where coach yeah. goes out when she's like tim Regan's is sleeping in our driveway and there's just like he just gets him set up like he doesn't have to tell him what's going on or we don't have to yeah. hear it and like tim's little smile where he's just like is safe is also coach looks like a little boy in a suit every time he puts one on and let me tell you I it know. just really does it for like, me <laughs> i think it's yeah. because it's an his suits boy. don't fit right they yeah. don't it's, and it's like it's messy so hair cute Oh, so cute. I like his hair a little longer. His hair's a little short for me in season two, I gotta say. They trapped it a little bit, and I'm like, I need the... You need to grab onto. Yeah. need the booth. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I just like that he's always, like, a teeny bit sweaty. It's, like, weirdly... Nostalgic for me. Yes. No, but I agree. I love that there was that was nonverbal. And then Mm -hmm. even though we hate how the storyline was handled, I did love just the Landry and Tyra hug for like a little longer than you'd think moment. And then it just Mm -hmm. goes to credits. I did love that ending. I did too. And it made up for me because I didn't love when they were chatting on the like porch steps or whatever, and Tyra's being like very intimate. She was like, they're like almost kissing and she's like you saved me <laughs> i didn't love that you know yeah. i like we all we know we we've know. been through yeah, the we event there. we've had enough <laughs> enough tyra lila i mean tyra landry like tearful intense conversations to where it's not really hitting me yeah i'm like i need something fresh and i liked just the hug yeah i thought that worked i was like i don't need to hear them talk about this anymore yes agreed agreed <laughs> I, I really understand how they feel <laughs> I, I, I got it, it. i got it we get it all right mm. oh i did have one stray obsy please uh just jason's mom when she brings in snacks <laughs> her was so was had had that was like the most i laughed in this episode yes. he's like i was what was i just saying about carrot sticks yeah. <laughs> and then he's like beta carotene <laughs> like yes. as she leaves 
So good. Uh, and um, her like realization that she's like, this is that, that weird. That was not the move. This yeah. is, <laughs> I know. And just him being here still is still is weird. Like she yes, just has totally. that, like, oh, it's so funny. Well, I, and yep. I wanted to mention Herc was in the Vegas episode of the OC. He was like the, was he? Um, he was the pimp that, um, remember when oh. they go to oh, Vegas? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. So that was fun. So I did remember that. He's in a lot. Yeah. He's in a lot. He is. He's great. I just watched season Wait, two. Wait, is he the pirate in Pirates of the Caribbean? Whose eye always pops out? No. Who's the silk? No, Are that guy, sure? that is um the British version of Dwight in the original. Oh, office. yeah. That's oh, Mackenzie Craig. yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I'm sorry. I know that the British hair. one was first. I didn't mean to Straw. say the British Dwight. I just forget his name. Wait. Oh, my God. Gareth. Okay. Gareth. 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 I was Gareth. like, that was going to make me crazy if I did. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Anyways, they all do have a similar look, though. I'd like mm-hmm. to see them all in a lineup. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> Landry's dad will make it happen. <laughs> um, I can rate if we want. Do we have anything else? Do it. All right. Yeah. So... I did finish this episode feeling good and feeling like I liked it. I thought you were just going to stop there. I did finish it. I did finish this episode. You have to. Right, right. I really, I think we haven't had a good football moment. So that Santiago moment just really hit me in my feels. I thought it was really well executed. Um, I did love the very ending. I love that Tim is away from the freaking ferret man. There's just certain things that are starting to move that are good about this episode. um, Despite its, you know, small flaws. But yeah, overall, I will give this a 6.5 out of 10 snitch bitches. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, I felt similarly. I felt it was it was pretty fillery for me. I think there were good moments and there was stuff that I liked. But overall, um, just not a packed episode. Um, and I don't know how how much like forward productive movement there was but I think that we're kind of finding new footing here and this is also the first episode not directed by um what's his face uh Jeff Boyson Jeff Jeff Reiner yes Jeff Reiner thank you and um yeah I just think we're getting more into the meat of this season even though it is a truncated season uh but yeah it, it wasn't like it was kind of one of those where I have to actively keep myself from like grabbing my phone, you know, but I did enjoy it. There were moments that I enjoyed. I really liked the football too. We haven't had football in a while and it wasn't too long. Like it didn't dominate too much of the episode, Yeah. but what we saw of the football game was really enjoyable and made some of the earlier plot devices a lot more just, there was just a lot more payoff. And then I did love all the Tim stuff. I, I enjoyed the meth head guy just as a uh someone to watch yeah um I've kind of enjoyed that storyline but I'm glad that he's out and I'm also excited because I freaking love when he's at the Taylors because I mean who doesn't love high school age sexual tension why are we all addicted to it I don't know why (sighs) we will be addicted to it till we die I will be in the nursing home watching the OC yes (laughs) yeah pretty much Adam Brody still gonna do it for me when I'm 90 come on the show Leighton Meester's not even that. Just kidding. She's perfect. (laughs) Just kidding. She's beautiful. Looks like Minka Kelly. Have you all seen The Roommate? I know. (laughs) Oh, really fun, horrible horror movie. Like, I think I watched that on a plane. Is that the one with Beyonce? 
No, that's no, um, it's very similar. <laughs> it is very, it's a very oh. similar where it's like entertaining. It's pretty bad, but it's not like so bad that it's <laughs> that, you know, it's like, like a guilty yeah. pleasure. Obsessed. So yeah. That's what that one's called. Oh, God. Um, oh, I feel like I remember but that. But the one. roommate is, and they totally did this because Leighton Meester and Minka Kelly look very similar. Um, they're roommates, and then Leighton becomes like creepily obsessed with her. Like and, single white female. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's really fun. Amazing. Yeah. Love that. Um, and yeah, I still, the Santiago stuff is not quite doing it for me, but it keeps having like some good moments. It's not as bad as the murder or anything. Like there, it's like a solid B storyline for me. You know, I'm just kind of like, it's okay, but I'm not loving it. Um, so I will give this episode a, sorry, hold on. (laughs) You cleared your throat, then you went, (laughs) (laughs) well, I could tell it was like, you're like still there. I still needed to clear my throat. Sorry sorry to laugh at you. I just thought this was Monica's just laughing at my bodily function. I'm just pulling you <laughs> over Zoom. Um, I'm going to give this episode a six out of ten fishes on the table. Fish <laughs> on the table. That fish on the table. Biblical to have I know. six of ten. It, does. Fish. it probably six is. Six of ten fishes is He's probably like, it. Let's just right. <laughs> lay out the fish in the lows. Right. Okay. <laughs> let's just How receive many fish the manna. have at the beginning? <laughs> Versus now. <laughs> Did you catch the fish? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whose fish is it? Um, my, I mean, one of the reasons why this is like an all-time show for me is because even in the episodes that I find don't find the storyline particularly compelling, <laughs> the way that it is shot is just makes it ripe for like all these little things to keep your interest and hold your interest. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, everything from like, I love the way that Eric holds the baby in that sort of first scene where he's like holding her out. Like, it's just like a very cute dad thing. And, um, Tim getting really into the gymnastics meet Mm -hmm. and buddy's dinner. I mean, it's just, (laughs) there's all of the, there are all these things that like keep me, keep me excited about it even when I know and also because I've seen it before I'm like better stuff is ahead I know that I know that this right. was like this is, not the end. this is a growing pains situation for the show and there's also like it is setting up some things that I really love about this season so I'm yeah. you know I can't it's hard to like judge it like just on its own I'm also <laughs> judging it compared to what came before and like what I'm excited about mm-hmm. after um but yeah, like a lot of the main storyline in this in this particular in this particular episode just kind of leaves me cold and and were some <laughs> missteps that I think they yeah. they corrected later or they just <laughs> forgot about. Like right, straight up forgot. Um, you said earlier, weird and hollow. Weird and hollow. <laughs> yes. um, but the performances never are. So it's like it's right. such a strange yeah. thing to have like people who are so good at doing their jobs and so good at finding these little moments, like playing these storylines that are just like not that great. We um, felt that way about the murder like yeah. hate this storyline and then you'll get this like fucking powerhouse scene from jesse plin and, like, okay. and, <laughs> like, and you're it. like okay i'm, I'm like sure crying okay. but i, I also it. hate this right right yeah um so yeah so i think i will also give this a six out of ten uh double backs for stacy yes. yes 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 stacy love it um i love it i love it yeah i love it, I love it. I love it even when I don't love it. Exactly. Amen. Friday Night Lights. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so true. And of any good relationship. Yeah. True. What do they say in, um, it's a line from, not parent, modern family, actually. 
Phil or the dad or whatever yeah, is like, Phil. marry a woman who looks really sexy when she's angry. <laughs> and I've always thought that was so fun. <laughs> I freaking love Phil Dumpty. Love him. Uh, well, thank you for coming on the show, Sage. Yeah. Tell people, you know, where thank they can find you. you. If you want to plug anything you're working on, let us know. Sure. Yeah. Um, first of all, thank you so much for having me. This was yeah. super fun. I was super excited to discover your podcast and like right as we were starting this rewatch. So it's been super fun to listen along. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow the rewatch, like we're, we tweet on Mondays and Fridays, we watch the show between like eight <sighs> so and 10. Fun. Um, that's fun Eastern that's a time? fun idea yeah so or also just if you want to like drop in and just see what bullshit people are talking about definitely um, yep. we do hashtag clear eyes full hearts um obviously other people use that hashtag too so it's not like gonna be exclusively our stuff but it's mostly <laughs> us we've, we've, we've mostly taken it over for the time being um, <laughs> Love it. and i'm on twitter at sage youngest est at the end of my name um, and you can follow our uh my blog at head over feels that's also the name of the website we're going to be doing as we as we went through our other um group watches like we would do like season end posts where and I'm like I'm so nervous about doing this because we did them sort of like panel style where it was like favorite character Mm. least favorite character favorite episode favorite hero moment like most emotional moment and doing that like the idea of doing that for the first season Friday Night Lights like is giving me palpitations I don't know how I'm gonna pull it That would be a lot. Yeah. It's going to be so a much lot. To unpack. But yeah, that is going to be on Head of Reveals when we finish the first season and we'll continue doing that through the, awesome. through the rest of the season. So check that Great out. Great name, by the way. Love that. Thanks. Love yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, you can follow us at Great. TX Forever Pod on all the platforms. You can join our Facebook but group. Nine and three quarters. Oh, cute. Platform nine and three quarters. This was a very heavy Harry in office episode. We hope you. Yeah, we're sorry about that. We're sorry about that, but also. We're not sorry. And I think you like it too. So it's okay. Um, Yes, and join our Facebook group, Friday Night Lights, colon, Panther Pride. And (laughs) yeah, um, we'll see you next Friday. Yeah. Clear eyes, full hearts, candles. Nice, Sage. <laughs> nice. We gave you no warning. We there. didn't. I, like, I, I, know like, I know the end of this. You know. You, you know what you're doing. All my friends were vampires. Didn't know they were vampires. Turns out I was a vampire myself in Devil Town.